0: Everybody, it is Meta Monday. Welcome to Masters of the Metaverse here on the Zombie Orpheus Entertainment channel on Twitch. I'm your host, NGM, James Darrow. Joining me at the virtual table, I have Vanessa Postel, Hello. Chris Odie, Sean Franklin, and Mark Thomas. We have Sharon on tech back in the real studio bringing us live to you. And she is perhaps the only reason that we still know that the real studio does, in fact, exist and is not just a figment of our collective imaginations. Yes. Uh, hi, Sharon, by the way. So uh, yes. what, exactly, studio. <laughs> what exactly is Masters of the Metaverse? Uh, anyone? Anyone? Uh, how about I'll, I'll do it this time. Uh, well, as some of you know. Uh, it is only the most interactive live stream rpg on the planet Uh, maybe the universe and most certainly the metaverse you can check out our store and see how you can influence the action live as it's happening from little things like the meta point to individual character buffs to the nearly all powerful hack attack and i don't want to count out my personal favorite the rule of cool (laughs) in addition to our store we also have weekly supporter polls which are back the polls are back. The polls are back. Yay! I have poll results. Do you guys want to know? Do you? Do you? Do you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, Mark. This week you get plus four to a roll and plus thirty health. They uh, they were big fans of you this week, Mark. Oh, wow. Chris, you get plus two to a roll and plus twenty health this week. They were almost as big of fans as you as they are of Mark. <laughs> John, you get plus two to a roll and plus 10 health. Hey. Not, not as much of the big, uh, the big fan going on there. Uh, Vanessa, you get plus eight to a roll and plus 10 what? health. So uh, in one of those polls, you were definitely the, uh, the fan favorite. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. And for once, I didn't get last, and I get plus four to a roll and plus ten health. So, hey, 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 I'm not last. I'm not last. I'm not last. <laughs> I don't mark really care what
1: the <laughs> polls say, because the Czechs love me.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh. Wow. Puns like that, I love you, too. Uh, speaking of supporters, I have a few special supporters I would like to thank. Uh, Kevin Lung, thank you eric dance thank you
2: thank,
0: thank you, eric. you and joel Dietz, thank you thank you sir our you supporters we would not have these shows we wouldn't have a studio we wouldn't have all this great equipment we get to use to bring these shows to you so we really appreciate each and every one of you that chooses to support our network and support us and creating all this content for you it means a lot uh, and plus, this way I don't have to have a real job. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about some Metaverse, guys. So, what yeah. um, yeah. has happened so far on our final season of Masters of the Metaverse, titled Revelations? Well, we started off three years after the end of the last season, with four of our heroes still missing from their mission to rescue the Chronicler. Dealing with the fallout from the 742 invasion back home, Bruno was placed in charge of a task force, charged with dealing with the worst threats to come out of that terrible event. Rogue metapilots, criminals and terrorists armed with high-tech 742 gear, and other extraordinarily dangerous subjects. And so they did. For three whole years, they took on plasma and laser-wielding bad guys, the occasional rogue state-sponsored metapilot, and even those who operated independently for their own personal gain. Until, during a routine prisoner transport, there was a terrible attack. In the aftermath of the event, it became clear it was no less than an attempt to take Bruno's team off the playing field. Following that event, a second attempt was made during a hostage situation in Spain, this time involving not one, but three rogue metapilots. but it wasn't all bad news and rain that day, for that was the day that Aquamarine, Crash Jackson, Andy James, and Wyatt Maxwell returned from being lost in the metaverse. After three long years, which to them seemed like less than a day, (laughs) the missing heroes returned. Diving right in, Crash ruthlessly interrogated one of the captured Metapilots while Thomas combed the internet, satellite information, and FBI files to find out the source of these assassination attempts. The combined information led them to a ship purposefully sunk in the Indian Ocean with all hands still aboard. Whoever the mystery figure was behind these terrible acts, they certainly covered their tracks well. The search for answers was interrupted by a desperate Rhodes formerly known as Ronald Gabriel Zenda, who brought rather disturbing news. Someone had traveled to the metaverse that would later be known as the Weird West and altered the timeline during the Renaissance. The result of this alteration, if left uncorrected, would make most of the events of the Weird West simply never come to pass. Was this linked to the assassination attempts or a new threat? It was simply too early to tell. Crash Jackson, Bruno Hamilton, Andy James, and Dr. Jennica Clarkson entered the metaverse intent on restoring the timeline as best that they could. Taking on a dastardly plot, our hero succeeded, and in doing so, it became clear that a metapilot, or perhaps more than one, was behind the timeline alteration. And it was clearly intentional. Someone out there wants to change everything as we know it. But who and why? And now our adventure continues. Having returned two days ago from restoring the Weird West, Bruno has been neck deep in trying to uncover more on these assassination attempts, assisted by the brilliant and analytical Thomas Wells. Unfortunately, precious little new information has been gained beyond the single grainy photograph of a man that remarkably similar in appearance to Zenda himself. John and his passenger, his brother Eli, have been using his hyper-advanced metaversal technology to search for any other possible clues, while Aquamarine has taken the time to become reacquainted with a world very different from the one she left three years ago. Three long years, but for her it seemed like just a day. Strange times indeed. Crash Jackson has left the base with Andy James and Wyatt Maxwell in search of Nick Krieger, in hopes the old spy might know something to help with this mystery. Jenica, Rosie, Mac, and Pierce have taken the jet to investigate the sunken ship in the Indian Ocean and search for more clues beneath the waves. The lack of answers has been frustrating. Tensions are mounting. Deep within the metaverse base that you occupy for the federal government, the three of you, and joined just now by Aquamarine, are poring over old photographs, files from federal agencies. Again, the same things over and over again, hoping maybe that words will change on a page and, and give you some miraculous insight or new discovery. But so far, there has just been nothing. It has been an unpleasant time for you. You are not used to being so frustrated. In the midst of this moment of frustration, the voice of Patrick comes through from the front desk. Uh, Director, that uh, Rhodes guy is back again and he looks really upset. You uh, want me to send him in?
2: Of course, send him in.
0: A few moments pass and Ronald Gabriel Zenda, now known as Rhodes, enters the room. He looks extraordinarily worried. Gentlemen, ladies. Zenda, uh, going? I um, excuse me. Let me uh, start over. Mr. Hamilton, congratulations and thanks are in order for your timely intervention in saving the Weird West. Well, there have been some minor alterations. Overall, you're efforts put things back on track and ensured that major events and people will not be compromised and now it seems that i need your help again someone has done it again they've altered another metaversal timeline this time i was able to trace their route somewhere whoever is altering the timelines is coming from here Metaverse Prime. Makes sense. They're native, whoever they are, which means not only am I powerless to undo any of the damage they've done, I can't even arrest them, even if I could find them.
2: Oh, of course. Hey, uh, Thomas, um, yes. you got that photo of uh, the guy we saw on camera? Uh,
3: yes, yes. Uh,
2: one moment. Um,
3: sure. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, wrong picture. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yes. Mm.
0: That looks a lot like me. That's what if I thinking. was a lot younger and didn't have metal taking up half of my body. And
2: True. Well, and if it's a... Uh, these all seem to be connected, so it seems like if they're native to our world, then they're not actually you or related to you or future or past version of you for sure.
0: Of course not. As I am a clone, it's not possible.
2: Um, but you're a clone in your world, so yes, it's from my metaverse. So a lot of the worlds have similarities. Like when we go to the Weird West, you know, you got Thomas Edison and people there that were here in our world. That's so, correct possible that this is an alternate version of you
0: that theory would be sound Hmm.
3: an alternate version of you native to this realm if I am to understand correctly
0: yeah would be correct mr. Wells Ah,
3: interesting and unfortunate but still interesting
0: that honestly makes very little sense to me I don't know why Again, they're not me, but why I would alter a timeline? But
4: why wouldn't you?
0: Well, before I before I met any of you, I was uh, a rather selfish and unpleasant individual. I was really you don't. Very say. little, but my own personal gain.
3: Right, uh, I think we all have a hard time imagining that. Yeah, I think that
1: I think I hear the horn of bullshit going by. <laughs>
3: yes.
0: i it's a fact and if if it wasn't for the time i spent with many of you i probably would still be a rather selfish individual
5: Uh
0: been a a change um i
3: assume that this meddling with the timeline of the possible you of this world um is something you would like us to uh impact in some way i
0: i would very much like that and in fact Coinciding with this strange photograph, uh, this time it seems to be rather personal. Well, there are a great many reasons someone might wish to change the events that became of the Weird West, uh, this time it seems much more targeted. This is a a much less of a broad-spectrum event. Back on Arena, we spent some time assisting the previous roads in rounding up parts of Tom that had been scattered about the metaverse, if you recall, uh, Miss Aquamarine, Mr. Wells. Uh,
3: Yes, uh, assisting is a generous use of the term, but um, he did co-opt and force us to do his bidding. I would agree. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, Well, one of these trips I myself was present with you. Uh, I spent some time as one uh, Ray Delamano, a rather uncouth policeman or Ah, police weasel, uh, yes, yes. And despite the shortness of the trip, those events were rather important, notably for myself and later events that would happen within arena, things that had rather widespread consequences. Our uh, time altering terrorist has set their sights on changing that. They've set events in motion that will ensure that Mr. Delamano never returns from his tour of duty in Vietnam. In fact, He's currently being held in a POW camp and scheduled to be executed.
3: That seems most unfortunate for him and for us, I'm presuming.
0: I was rather hoping you would uh, perhaps travel to that metaverse and uh, return things to their proper place so that events that will happen many years from there still occur. Can you fix time?
4: yes we can
0: define fix make sure that ray delamano returns home from his tour of duty and does
2: not get killed in a pow camp
3: that seems straightforward enough
2: so in the original timeline was he a pow then was he captured
0: he never spent time in a pow camp
2: so would it make? Are we able to? Shouldn't shouldn't we go earlier and prevent him from being captured in the first place?
0: I wish it were possible, but uh, the as I said when I traced their travel, because they came from here, Metaverse Prime, you have to be going after them the that. Has that passed. makes any sense.
2: Okay. That oh, it
0: might be possible to reach another metaverse, and then another metaverse, and then travel in a further point back in time, but it would be guesswork at best.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Sir, would you allow my courts and I to have a moment alone, please?
0: Of course. I'll wait outside.
1: All right, guys. All right, yes, Look- Mr. Stone. Time travel always screws up something. It always blows up in people's faces. I mean, not only have I tried to do it myself, but I've seen lots of episodes of all kinds of shows where they try to do it and it never works out right. Like there was uh, like the second uh, season of Heroes.
3: Oh, yes, yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, that didn't work out well at
3: all. But you know, Marty McFly did manage to uh, give his father a pair if you will. And perhaps we might be able to find some other way of, of using this uh, trope-like experience to uh, better Mr. Ray's world. But this isn't some kind of dumb movie. This is real. Okay.
1: We tried doing this for real. There's no chance. This isn't going to have some kind of bad repercussions.
3: I, I must admit I take mild offense as the reference to Back to the Future is a dumb movie. I mean, it is, only one of the most quintessential experiences of 80s teen cinema starring one delightful Michael J. Fox to say nothing of Christopher Lloyd but the that first said, one was good the first one was good the second
1: one sucked
3: the second had its moments I mean I admit that it was a, a step no. backwards but the
4: second one was great
3: and we were every single single Sue who is delightful
4: no. every
1: character in the second one had some kind of annoying voice some kind of all of them all of them we're talking like idiots
2: it just are
4: remember the big holographic shark moment
2: oh I love that moment yeah so here's the uh, situation guys Um, we don't really have a choice in this matter we've got a couple possibilities and this is where it gets confusing we just went back to the Western world that we that many of us had been to previously. And what had happened was in the Renaissance, they'd pilots had taken over the Pope and the leader of the Ottoman Empire and had had them working together against the Holy Roman Empire um, and King Louis, what is he the 13th then? And our job ended up being killing the Pope and the leader of the Ottoman Empire in order to try and make things more messed up in the world so that they didn't alter history so dramatically by having a united Europe 200 years, 300 years before it was supposed to happen. And if we didn't do that, what the result would have been because of the way the metaverses connect we never would have come to this point in history because, for instance, uh, Rosie would never have, you know, learned how to shoot a pistol the same way. And uh, Crash never would have gotten Gatling's powers to build new things because wow. they wouldn't have existed in the same world.
1: It's I easy to talk you. about the time that turned out right. But remember the time that turned out badly? Remember how we sent people in the past and then how bad 2020 turned out? 2020 was a dumpster fire. All because of our people going back and screwing stuff up.
2: That's what I'm talking about. I understand. But if Zenda never becomes Rhodes because he never gains the skill set he needs from going into the weasel, like, what is, I mean, so many possibilities. What does that change? We don't even know what the impact is. but
3: i see to... your point mr hamilton's i mean ultimately it's been my experience that anytime a rhodes appears um we will be conjoled or otherwise coerced to uh do his bidding um ergo it does seem that we could discuss this philosophically for quite a while but in the end we know that into the pods we must go
4: also i know that time stuff is is scary but i feel really close to all kinds of weird time stuff, and I'm here for you, okay?
3: Thank you, Aquamarine.
4: I smile through the eye roll.
3: <laughs> Look, it's obvious,
1: it's obvious we're gonna end up doing this anyway, because we always end up doing it, but I'm just saying, we've gotta be more mindful, gotta be more careful, I mean, I'm let's not screw up things too badly is basically what I'm coming to, all right?
2: I'm with you, Stone. If you've got any better ideas, I'm all for it. I'm not- happy about this kind of situation. I just don't know that we have another option.
3: You know, in hindsight that may actually have been a mantra we should have used from the beginning. Let's not screw things up too badly. (laughs) We'll put that in the report.
2: I mean, we've been playing this game for what, like, it's been seven years now. Like, we've never had enough information to be doing what we're doing to do it intelligently. We've always been playing this game with a deck stacked against us and just trying to figure out the rules as we go, go that's right that's what we got to do um i think it's the four of us everybody else is out to play right now so i guess time is of the essence we got to go track down this pow and rescue him um i guess we'd get the coordinates from zenda
0: indeed Once more into the breach our heroes go, the white light of the metaverse surrounding them after they have entered their pods and flinging them far, far away. You find yourselves in a Quonset hut in the sweltering heat of July in 1968 in Hoi An in the northern Vietnam area. You are the surviving members of Staff Sergeant Washington's Long Range Reconnaissance Patrol, also called a LERP members of the 101st Airborne sent out in small well-armed teams to scout and report on enemy movements and perform other dangerous duties often deep behind enemy lines there is Staff Sergeant Washington the bull who tolerates no bull he is the team leader of this outfit with him is Corporal Jethro Worth a backwoods Alabama beagle with a nose for trouble Corporal Clarence Cook capybara with a hobby of capoeira a bottomless pit for a stomach and a vast collection collection of hats and of course there's their in-country guide and expert a native Montagnard or highlander camp aka his Saigon a viper's viper if there ever was one a nearby radio blares out good morning Vietnam Here's a new one from the Rolling Stones, Jumpin' Jack Rabbit. And the song begins playing on the radio. I hate that guy.
1: <laughs> thinks he's funny or something.
0: At a central table, so weapons and equipment being cleaned and maintained by the squad. And let's do a system shock to get everybody into character.
2: Time to rock adults, the to the DMZ.
0: Mm-hmm. Starting with... the Aquamarine slash Cam we're going to put her exactly in the middle she's going to be an equal balance of both pilot and avatar to start off today's story Great. moving over to Bruno and Corporal Worth we're gonna go ahead and put him all the way over into Corporal Worth full avatar from Bruno for this one dropping down to Thomas slash Corporal Cook almost all the way we're gonna be one away from full avatar for corporal cook and going over for john stone slash sergeant washington uh the dice are really pushing in that favor we're going to be all the way over in avatar for john stone looks like not much pilot presence in the beginning of this story (laughs) perfect yes uh, as always cook is eating once again <laughs> a decorated uh, and uniformed you can see his captain's bars bulldog enters the hut gentlemen as you know the NVA is in the midst of a vast offensive in the region they have the Marines in the Nang stretched to their limits in containing them I know you are still under strength but I need reliable field intelligence on the enemy I'm sending you up the Troy Long River to the Banna Hills in the Da Nang province. I want you to make contact with forward Marine elements there and relay enemy movements to them while destroying enemy targets of opportunity. The 11th Infantry is moving in to support the Marines, and you will rendezvous once, them, once they have established a foothold in the region. You are a leaving by boat at 0400, so get from Shodai. Dismissed. Thank you, sir.
1: Yeah, you don't salute with a fork in your hand.
3: (laughs) Sure, (sighs) sure.
1: All right, listen up. This is gonna suck, because every day out here sucks. That's what we do, we volunteer for the suck. Anything that doesn't suck, I'm suspicious of. So just like always, stay alert, keep your head down, keep your eyes open, don't do nothing stupid. All right? Hey,
3: Sarge. All right, Sarge. Sarge. Make what? Right, what about leaf blower, Sarge? I uh, Just think leaf blower, if you don't want it to suck, you want it to blow. We don't have leaf blowers. It's 1968. <laughs> I'm just saying, theoretically, I've been tinkering of late back. And I think I told you about it. It's like a vacuum in reverse. And so it would blow instead of suck. And if it didn't blow, then it would suck. But but if it blows, then it's actually not sucking. So I not got no
1: top your anachronism, soldier. Just I'm get interested. your gear ready. Get ready to move out, all of you. Any it's questions hard. about orders? <sighs> all, all right, Sergeant. Then get it ready to move on out of here.
3: No, Sergeant, I got to say, I'm not sure if the anachronism or the pun was worse, but uh, whatever makes you happy, Sergeant. <laughs>
0: It occurs to you, Aquamarine, that uh, your friends are really deep in the backseat of their avatars, uh, and you might be the only one who recalls the real reason you're here.
4: Thank you. No one's full avatar, or is anybody?
0: They are. Everyone is nearly full avatar. (laughs) Yourself is not, and uh, Corporal Cook is only a step away, so there's a tiny bit of Thomas there. But other than that, you are the only pilot present. He looks can like you, Bruno and John stone are very far in the back seat of their avatars
4: can you tell me what more time what the the animal that just came in
0: selling uh, he was a bulldog yeah, bulldog. He, he a, yeah anthropomorphic bulldog as uh, you are slightly familiar with from traveling in this metaverse honestly it's in the future of now but in your personal past uh, the beings here are anthropomorphic uh, animals of various types and there seems to be no rhyme or reason to it
4: Right. <laughs> OK, so the bulldog uh, just gave us orders. Can yeah, you he did.
0: But, but of course, you have your own personal mission for being here as well.
4: I just couldn't remember exactly what he just told
0: us. Ah, yes. He sounded like he was sending you up river to do some kind of military maneuvers. Uh, Cam, who you're inside the head of, seems to understand what he's saying. But to you, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. You don't have a whole lot of military experience yourself
4: no not at all hey guys um so we have hey guys
1: hey guys
4: so i'm sorry
1: look saigon i may have four stomachs but i can't stomach it in your bull. all right you maintain your bear when you talk to us what's your problem
4: we need to go to the pow camp to save zenda well not zenda but the weasel the weasel
3: we got a POW? Sarge Come on, did we... We... I missed that part. Did we get told that in the briefing?
4: Captain Cook, Thomas, you're the only one here with me. Help me out. Come on. Hey,
3: you're that guy I'm a captain now, not a corporal. That's pretty cool. <laughs>
4: <laughs> corporal
3: Put your
0: malfunction there, Saigon.
4: I'm sorry, I'm I'm right in the middle. Things are malfunctioning. I'm
0: getting oh. my bearings. Better. Sorry to interrupt, guys. It looks like that we are getting uh, people adding things to the store, but I'm not hearing them, so I didn't hear it get read out there. Uh, Can you read that for us, Mark?
2: Uh, Sure. Um, It's uh, Mark Rookie, tipped $25. Bruno Buff, I'm pretty sure Bruno never thought he'd be back here again. Anyone else getting those Jackson Alpha Squad vibes, or is it just me? Jackson's Alpha Furry Squad. (laughs) Thank you, Mark.
0: Thank you very much. Okay. Oh.
1: Now, Saigon, what's your issue? We
4: need, what would you like us to do right now? I'm sorry, I'm overstepping. Tell me what you'd like to do right now.
1: You've got orders to follow. Yes. Now, you seem to be concerned with some other matter. Now, if you got something to say, spit it out. But if it's wasting our time.
4: Um, I, I want to endow the words that I'm saying with, like, ease and comfort and relaxation.
0: Are you going to be doing a, a bardic performance there, Aquamarine? Is that what you're going for?
4: Yes, but but less performance and more just, like, infused in my voice, my snaky, anthropomorphic ah. snaky voice.
0: Well, I believe that. Aquamarine has the persuasion skill on, on her, sheet. she, de- if she doesn't, I know that she has the seduction skill, which uh, definitely accomplishes the same task.
4: <laughs> no, no, no. No okay. need to go there. <laughs> okay. Just want to Im- imbibe, infu- Im- just infuse my words with, like, a, a tinge of relaxation and less tension in the, t- in the military tense.
1: Okay. Now look, Saigon. You're here, attached with us as a scout. So if you found out some information we know, spit it out already.
4: No, uh, Sergeant Washington. I, I don't have any information on on what we're doing that's new that you don't have already. I just know uh, that um, I have a really um, I have a, a friend who's a weasel, in a POW camp, and and we really need to find him and and save him.
3: I. James, I'd like to move one point towards the center.
0: All right, we do have three meta points available. So, you
3: having can... been uh, swayed by Aquamarine's uh, performance, and attempt to get us all back uh, to our prior selves. Um, uh, yes, uh, Sar- uh, Sergeant, uh, I-, I do believe, uh, as uh, 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 excuse me, as 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 uh, Miss His uh, Saigon was uh, attempting to say, um, the. The journey uh, upon which we are preparing to embark as uh, as a squad uh, does, in fact, uh, mesh with uh, her needs uh, as our uh, guide and advisor and, and trustworthy member of the team. Um, as as such, I believe we could uh, complete the orders that we were given by the captain and uh, and do so uh, while uh, keeping an eye out, as it were, for this uh, friend of hers that she speaks.
4: Thank you, Corporal. Yes, that's. That's right. Thank you. How do you feel about that, Sergeant? You
1: two been paying too many trips to the MWR tent?
4: (laughs) I mean, that's neither here nor there. But
3: I feel I should answer no. No,
4: uh, uh,
3: No. no, no, Sergeant, not at all. Only because
1: Corporal is vouching for your friend. Thank you. I'm going to consider it at all. But I tell you what, if it takes us too far from our main objective, it's going to be the last thing I'm worried about. You understand, Hiss?
4: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're so kind.
1: You all get your gear together. We're rolling out in 10 mics
3: on.
4: Yes, sir.
3: Aquamarine, do you know what a mic is? A mic? A mic. Did he say ten mics? Ten mic minutes? Mike? Soon. I get the sense we're leaving soon. We <laughs> should... He should. Minutes. Did he say minutes? I I heard him incorrectly then. Maybe I did. But but I'm assuming it was me. But thank you for your help. I just realized where you are. There we go. Thank you. <laughs>
6: Hashtag Thomas Buff, let's celebrate Chris being back with a Thomas Buff.
0: Yay. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Thank you.
4: Thank you, Chad.
0: There are still two meta points in the store. We have buffs for Bruno and Thomas already in the store. Corporal Worth is being awfully quiet.
2: Just following orders.
0: Oh. He's so loyal. So good. He's a good boy.
3: He's a good good boy.
4: Oh that's right. He's the little beagle. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> good. Yes.
2: I go pack up my stuff.
4: Can vipers don't eat beagles.
1: Hey! There ain't gonna be no eating of our teammates. You got that hiss?
4: <laughs> oh yes, sorry. I wasn't I wasn't speculating because I wanted to eat him. I just
1: You even was, look at him wrong, I'll step on you, alright? <laughs> not a part of my normal squad, but you're attached to us to be an asset.
4: I promise I will not step on him. I will not. I mean I will not eat him. You don't need to step on me. I just want to help my weasel friend and you. Which you will come to remember soon. I I snow it. <laughs>
5: Three
1: minutes, people. Get your stuff together.
6: (laughs) Hashtag personality one toward pilot for John and Bruno. Hi, Pax. All right. Hope you feel better (laughs) soon. James is enjoying Chris's shenanigans entirely too much already tonight.
0: (laughs) Perhaps I am. Looks like we're going to be one towards pilot for John and Bruno, putting a little bit of the pilots back in the equation in there, but still predominantly Avatar. And, yes, while I'm enjoying Chris's shenanigans, I'm really enjoying uh, the knife hands from Sean. Those are, those are fantastic.
6: Hashtag personality. Let's have one each Bruno and John towards pilot, so we might actually, <laughs> I don't know, save the mink. I mean weasel. <laughs> ferret.
2: All right. I'm oh, going... My- well, right wow. into the middle for so everyone. We're on the same page, apparently.
0: <laughs> everyone is an equal split of pilot and avatar now. My gosh, <laughs> uh, slightly change our interactions. Thank you, chat. Thank you, chat. <laughs> Man, I
1: would Might just. I would just. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> Nobody likes Sergeant Washington. No, oh, well.
4: <laughs> no, I like him.
2: He was kind of leading progress. Hey.
4: Okay. Hey, hey, everyone.
2: So, so, we got a PT boat ready for us.
0: Yeah, there is a PBR waiting, but uh, you have a little bit of time, as the captain said. It wasn't departing until O four hundred. Oh. But, you know, being that Staff Sergeant Worth is a sergeant, he probably wanted you to show up to everything about three hours before anyway, because that's what well, sergeants
3: do. I would like to take the last few minutes before we depart to grab some more food.
1: <laughs> food is your thing, man. Go ahead. Um. <clears throat> All right. So how do we how do we achieve subjective? objective i mean what is what is our best play here what do you guys think i mean we have to do we do we know where
2: operate. the do we know where the po camp is
0: POW camp? you've got nothing you don't even know where ray delamano was when he got captured you know almost nothing about him other than what rhodes told you is that he was in a pow camp here and he shouldn't be you have yes. very little to go on but you are in the largest army base currently being uh, occupied in in the northern region of Vietnam well one thing that I know I can do is
1: can pretty much tap into the comms around here they're probably signaling back and forth you have some encrypted channels but it's not going to be anything that I can't piggyback
0: on and try to find out whatever kind of chatter there is you definitely have that and also, Bruno Hamilton has some real-world Vietnam experience himself. He, he served over there. You might know a thing or two about a thing or two.
2: Oh. You okay, Bruno?
1: Yeah, you got some ideas, Bruno. Uh
2: James, where are we currently? Like
0: you are uh well, uh let me uh, read the region once more as we go back. I go back a page here. <clears throat> You're in uh, Hoi An, which is in northern Vietnam. It is the forward operating uh, base for almost all naval and army uh, forces in northern Vietnam. It is just south of Khe San, which is uh, where the Marines are deployed at, also called Da Nang.
3: Am I remembering? I'm not remembering. The captain wants us to what?
0: The uh, military mission was something about going up the river and meeting with forward elements and supplying intelligence and taking out targets of opportunity. It seemed like a rather, as far as uh, the the Avatar mind that you're in is meshed with, a a rather run-of-the-mill mission for a long-range reconnaissance patrol.
3: Well, I I do like Mr. Stone's idea. We should check the comms, um, see if there's anything to indicate, uh, any rumors or theories of POWs in the vicinity. Uh, Notwithstanding that, it may make sense to simply carry out this mission and see where the fates take us
4: um because I know oh sorry, go
0: ahead. Go
4: ahead. because I know the region do I have any knowledge of where the camp could possibly be?
0: there's so many places that it could be the Abana uh, Hills is just chock full of little hidey holes valleys canyons and draws that things could be hidden in and it really is the one of the last major strongholds of the NVA Well, I think
1: in order to to not uh, rock the boat just yet, we could go ahead and take that order that the captain gave us. And as we go along, uh, we'll get more acclimated to the area, find out some stuff, pick up some clues, and hopefully that'll lead us closer to our our meta
3: mission. So, John, if if there are no objections, I could just, you know, check the comms right now.
0: Yeah, there's all kinds of on traffic going back and forth most of it's involving supplies or deployments of troops or boats patrolling the coastline and various other sort of things but there doesn't uh, seem to be any reference of POWs or POWs.
3: Is there any way to um, modify this uh, I'm assuming large clunky device uh, to tap into frequencies used by uh, the enemy? Quite possibly. I'd like to make a roll to try and do that. Okay. See for my dice roller. There it is.
2: Can uh, John, can you check in and see if we can find any sort of data on what was the Ray's? Is uh, it Private Ray? What's his last name? Calamano. Um, see if you can find his last known position.
3: I uh, will beat my, my check by five.
0: You believe that if you get within uh, a signal range of enemy radio traffic, you'll be able to pick it up on your radio now that you've done some extensive modifications to it. Yeah, perfect. Which uh, is vastly far ahead of what anything that anyone in the Army in this particular year could accomplish. I'll if they have, anyway, had, they would have leaps and bounds ahead of uh, uh, in progress that they would not normally have in this time period.
3: Got to make a mental note, little pin in it, as it were, to not leave this device behind. <laughs>
0: uh, it occurs to you, Bruno, that your experience in this era of the military service is there was a severe lack of computers and almost all files were kept in a paper form.
2: Right. That's why I was thinking that Thomas wasn't going to be much use, but uh, John could maybe check in on files and get information from uh, the base as to the last known position of Lieutenant Ray or Fighter A
0: trip to headquarters could be arranged. I mean, you are in the largest army base in northern Vietnam right now, and there is a distinctly large headquarters battalion detachment here.
1: So uh, I'll go ahead and uh, see what I can scoop
0: up. All right, John, tell me what skill you're going to use to either get through all the red tape of various, uh, corporals and sergeants that uh, occupy administrative desks, or what sort of research you're going to use for dealing with the files. Uh, Either approach works. Make someone else do your digging for you or how you would do it yourself. Well, let's see.
1: Hmm.
0: Looking at my uh, set of skills here. And you're in the middle, so you could use either set if you wanted to yep okay okay
1: okay Okay. i'm just gonna use uh (laughs) i might just lean on intimidation to be honest
0: that is definitely a way of accomplishing things in the army both of my characters have that that skill so
1: (laughs) Or I could
0: use computers,
1: but that would be kind of the the easy way out. I'll I'll yeah I'll go and in, and in, in, uh, get someone to do my bidding
0: for me. All so. right, intimidation it is. Now of course because you're in the middle you're stuck on twelves, but there are three moments of clarity. If you want to use one of those, you can roll eights instead. Um, no, I'm gonna no. roll the twelves. All right. I like it.
1: All right. So the 12s, uh, so I've got, okay. So John Stone had an intimidation of 16. Oh, wow. He is really good at that. (laughs) And
0: uh, Sergeant Washington has an intimidation of 12. Well, you can use either score because you're in the middle. And I rolled a 15. So, you're probably going to want to use the John Stone one. He does yeah? 16 then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're using your uh, best sergeant's voice, you uh, force a corporal to do your bidding and dig through files. Uh, they are able to locate very little on a uh, private Ray Delamano. Uh, he was part of the 1st Cavalry, he was also a member of a long range reconnaissance patrol. He and his team have been missing for three days. They are MIA at the moment. They were in the Western Bana Hills while continuing tactical efforts to support gains made during Operation Delaware. On the plus side, that does seem somewhat, I mean, the Baha Hills is a really huge region, but it is where you were headed with your orders. Seems
2: likely that we should continue in that direction. Does Bruno know anything about Operation Delaware from our world?
0: operation delaware was a major offensive used by the army and marines to break the siege of caisson for 77 days the nva played siege to caisson
1: outstanding well
0: folks looks like we're
1: headed right there that's our nation we can kill two birds with one stone <laughs> stone <laughs> And while we're out there, can anybody tell me why the hell we're animals? Like, how does this even
3: happen? To be a thing for this metaverse, that all of the uh, inhabitants are some sort of random act of uh, animalia. (laughs) I got hoofs. Excuse me, hooves.
1: I got cowfoots. I got
3: cowfoots for hands. Yes, bull, actually.
4: Yeah. I I mean,
2: yeah. I'm a snake. You you (laughs) worked well, though, Aquamarine. Thank you. You would not believe the number of things I can smell right now. (laughs) I feel obligated now to point out, um,
3: Mr. Hamilton, that if you do start licking yourself, please do it when we are not watching.
4: (laughs) Yeah. I didn't think of that. Thank you.
3: Yes, unfortunately, that's exactly where my brain went first.
2: Fun. I think you might spend too much time on the internet, Thomas.
3: Well, um, given that to a certain degree, I am in fact the internet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we move out toward our destination to see what we can find out that that's where we're
0: going. All right. At 0400, you board the PVR headed upriver. And the sweltering heat and lower water level of the river make the travel pretty easy. Unfortunately, it would also make you easy pickings for anyone watching the river. So the no, PBR no, 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 no. crew- No, 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 Swimming is easy for Corporal Cook. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. The PBR crew of four are continuously wary. They're watching the shoreline and ahead at all times. And they move the boat as quickly as possible, both around obstacles and around any straightaway. Basically, topping out the uh, twin diesel motors on almost all times as to uh, not make themselves a sitting target for too long. And it's for the majority. Of- what was that? Yep.
3: I'm just gonna keep eating. That's that's oh, what course. the cook is doing. <laughs>
5: um.
4: Yeah, I'm just looking out. You know, I feel like I have stealth.
0: It brings back a lot of memories, Bruno. And about 15 hours in on your journey upriver, to the point where it starts to get really difficult for uh, the boat to make its way through, and it spends more time moving around obstacles and picking routes where the water level is deep enough than it does actually making forward progress when a single rocket flies from the bank. Striking into the side of the PBR boat and exploding in a terrible noise. Shrapnel uh, shreds through uh, the coxswain who's uh, at the controls, splattering him over the uh, windshield on the inside of it and water begins to pour in from the hole that is rent in the side of the boat as tracer rounds fly out from the shoreline, from the area where the rocket was launched and on the opposite bank as well and now that all hell is breaking loose it is a great time to have one of my favorite roles and masters of the metaverse initiative
3: uh that's 2d12 plus the other thing right
0: plus your initiative modifier since you're all in the middle you get to choose whose initiative modifier you use boom oh mm. nice. nice right
5: now
0: What's that, Bruno?
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this is because uh, <laughs> Christian Doyle just showed up in chat, but somehow I just summoned a 28, literally the highest initiative I have <laughs> ever had in Masters of the Metaverse. Ever. I rolled double twelves. What?
0: Where's That's fault. Wow. wow. What about you, Bruno? What was I yours? Nineteen? Okay. Aquamarine, what do you got?
4: Thanks, nice, Christian. <laughs> I
0: rolled a 16.
4: 16?
0: And what about you, Johnstone?
1: I'm also going to attribute this to Christian,
0: because uh, I, I got a 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that could very well be his fault. It also might have absolutely nothing to do with it. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. In fact, his powers are beyond me. I cannot possibly conceive of his limitations. Well, that means that Thomas is going to go first by a long shot. You are, uh, Corporal Cook, up and moving almost before the rocket hits the side of the boat.
3: Is the boat sinking, or is it still moving, or what's going on?
0: It's listing pretty hard. It is going to be sinking fairly quickly.
3: Okay. Um, I will look around at the rest of the team for a moment and say, um, be right back and then leap into the water and go underwater since I can breathe down there for about four or five minutes.
0: And over the side, Cook goes. Which direction are you headed, Cook?
3: Towards where the rocket came and I'd like to continue to eat as I go. (laughs)
0: All right. Cook is swimming to the left bank of the river at the moment. Bruno, yourself.
2: Um, so I apologize to the rest of the team for this, but I'm going to grab those two meta points and go full Bruno.
0: Okay. Yeah. Meta points used and full Bruno in the house.
2: Wow. And we're going to, um, immediately launch one of the, uh, grenades out of the grenade launcher, um, uh, that Jethro is carrying, uh, at the bank. And as, you know, right after firing it off, dive into the water, same as Thomas just did, and go underwater.
0: All right, give me a shooting test for that grenade launcher. You are shooting blind, but being as it's a grenade, you kind of only have to get within the general proximity of the target rather than directly
2: hit the target. Um, and I beat it by six. Beating it by
0: six is very effective. You hear horrible screams as the explosion goes off, destroying many pieces of plant matter and giving a smell of burning flesh in the air as parts of bodies are launched into the river itself you definitely scored some hits there you don't know how many or who but there were some enemy targets killed by that you didn't really get to see too much of the aftermath though as you immediately plunged into the warm river and disappeared beneath the surface and wow is corporal cook moving fast through the water that guy can swim true aquamarine
4: oh um how big is the hole in the boat
0: it's pretty substantial like it's about five feet wide and about two feet deep
4: um what okay so i i have i've got lots of weapons on me
0: you do have a fair amount
4: it's various improvised explosives are they yes are they on me or or do i just like
0: I uh, usually you uh you carry a variety of things and th- for the most part you use them to set traps or set other kinds of devious terrible things to use on the enemy but you can in fact use them offensively if you want to oh um okay so across
4: so can i see the en- the people that can i see who shot... unfortunately
0: you can only see jungle terrain and the flashing tracers they have hidden themselves well in the bank. They are, uh, much like yourself, they are adept at using this terrain for ambushes. So mm-hmm. one of the reasons why uh, Uncle Sam is, is looked so favorably upon uh, assets such as yourself joining these long-range reconnaissance patrols gives uh, the Army boys a, a heads up in fighting the enemy that knows the terrain so well.
4: Right okay um well i'm going to also i'm going to jump into the water with me a little snake here and uh i'm going to expertly swim towards the shore
1: wait how, how, how do snakes swim again what was that
4: well i i have
0: being an anthropologist <laughs> is that how a snake oh okay okay yeah. oh, oh okay, okay just just like that yeah so uh are you going to be swimming below the surface or above the surface, below. surface? okay so you have also disappeared those and you are also going to the same bank as uh bruno
2: and thomas were headed um
4: maybe I'll, i mean yes the same bank but not like the okay. same exact
2: spots bruno, bruno's okay. actually going for the opposite bank He's oh fired, you're going for the right bank yeah, okay fired at the first bank and then swimming towards the oh, second gotcha.
0: oh gotcha that definitely changes things all right and it will be on to myself next but I'm going to start first with uh, two of the surviving crew members of the boat open fire with the 50 caliber machine guns on the banks laying down some covering fire for their advancing comrades who have jumped into the water and while the uh, fire doesn't do a tremendous amount of physical damage to anyone the sheer hail of bullets is probably keeping some heads down. In return, more fire comes at the boat, and from the uh, opposite bank of the first rocket, the bank you're heading towards, Bruno, you can kind of look up to the water surface and you see the fiery flash as a rocket flies from that bank and strikes into the front of the PBR boat, nearly blowing the entire front of the boat off and sending it listing pretty hard into the water. That also uh, completely annihilated the entire uh, gunnery position used by the forward gunner on, on his 50 caliber machine gun. It was rather gruesome. Uh, miraculously, John Stone, you were not launched from the boat by that explosion, but at this point, it is most certainly sinking. It doesn't just have a big hole on the side. Now the entire front of the boat is gone as well. Yeah,
1: that, that would be sinking.
0: Yeah. And it is your turn, sir. It
1: is my turn then? All right. Very well. Um. So first thing, um, because I do have heightened senses. Yes, you do. I assume that I assume that, that is a, 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 um, a passive
0: skill. Very I much to, so. Right? But uh, you also, through your cybernetic capabilities, have uh, various forms of vision besides standard vision sure so uh i'm going to call out positions to my
1: teammates because i can see where they are you you guys may not be able to see them in the jungle but i can easily pick out where they are so i'm just calling out positions to you guys because i can see everybody
0: i like that you give me a notice check there john
1: Um, Hold a second. I'm rolling tens, right? Because I'm in the middle. Uh, In the middle, you'd be on twelves.
0: Twelves. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. You can use either sheets skills at either sheet's value.
1: Easy. So uh, my notice is. Oh, yeah. So I beat that by thirteen.
0: That is incredibly effective. You have uh, focused in and identified every enemy on both banks. there are a total of 17 currently living enemy. There were 10 on each bank, but three of them were annihilated by a grenade explosion at the hands of Bruno Hamilton on the left bank. There are still 10 on the right bank. Of uh, The right bank, one of them is reloading an RPG. The rest of them are armed with uh, Kalashnikov rifles. Very good. So then...
1: Um, now, me noticing, did that take up a, a, a action just to notice? That self is passive. Right. Okay, good. So um, I'm going to... The, the guys take with the RPG, is that one guy holding one or is that... A,
0: yeah, it a is one guy things? reloading it. One single individual.
1: Okay. So uh, I'm going to take him out. I can take him. I can see very well. From how far away is he, approximately?
0: Uh, about 80 meters.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm gonna shoot at him, because I don't want... I don't I don't want him shooting more of those at me. I don't like those. I mean, I know that I'm already losing the boat anyway, and he can't really hurt me, John Stone, with that thing, but it's just the principle of the whole thing. I'm, I'm really upset at what he's doing, so I'm gonna go for him right now.
0: All right. Will you give me a shooting test, Johnstone?
1: Stone? I would love to give me a shooting test. Let's see. Beat that by three.
0: Beat that by three. That's gonna beat his dodge bonus. And you hit him And what are you shooting him with exactly? M14. Oh, the classic rifle that is about to be replaced by the M16 in the following year. Uh, that, that is quite the rifle and you blow a large caliber hole in the dead center mass of your target, killing him instantly dropping the rpg in place and toppling over that m14 has a lot of stopping power fantastic now uh there were i'm sure there are a couple of guys that are clustered in certain areas that is distinctly a possibility you have more than one attack don't you johnstone
1: yes exactly
0: okay so for my How second, second attack- use that second attack yeah
1: my second attack I'm going to uh, grenade a couple of dudes that I see uh, that are a little too close to each other.
0: Uh, there are more of them on the right bank. So you believe you could catch more with a grenade going for the right bank? All right. But the left bank is where Aquamarine and Thomas are headed to.
1: OK. Uh, so the the guys that are you know on the other side, away from Aquamarine and Thomas, I'm going to lob a grenade at those dudes.
0: All right, give me an athletics test for that one, for uh, throwing a grenade. Beat that by five. Beat that by five. It is a great throw. You get it all the way across that bank, through the dense brush, and down on the ground. Uh, Unfortunately, several of them see it in time, but two of the individuals don't get a chance to clear that. 5-meter uh, radius of death and destruction that those things bring about and they have their day ultimately ruined right there in a brief moment and two more fall to your grenade assault Johnstone which is going to bring us back to the top of the order with Thomas also Corporal Cook the Capybara, who has reached the left bank of the river with his incredible extraordinary swimming abilities
3: uh well uh, after you we get out of the water uh, shake a little bit get the water off do all that uh
1: don't uh, waste free- time shaking off kill them
3: free action <laughs> can i roll a boating check to see if that boat's salvageable
0: Absolutely, you can make a free action to roll a boat.
3: by 6. Is that boat salvageable?
0: It is absolutely not salvageable in Ask any
3: way. Um, okay, in that case, uh, how far away is the closest one of these enemy guys? Uh,
0: about 10 meters from your position. They were pretty close to the bank so that they could ambush river traffic.
3: 10 meters. So that's, that's like 30 some feet in American. Okay.
0: Uh,
3: so. <laughs> In that case, I think what I'm going to do is uh, sneak my way up that way. That's how I sneak because I'm a capybara. You
0: want a sneaky check? I want a stealth check, you, please. I'm a
3: sneaky check. <laughs> I'll make it by two.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
3: So not my best, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, well, overall, the up.
0: sound of gunfire and explosions, you think that they're oh. just not paying that close of attention.
3: My my assumption right now is that uh, my weapon's are probably waterlogged at the moment. It's not worth the risk. Um, so for this first guy, we're just going to unload some uh, capoeira on his ass. And uh, so I'm going to adopt fighting posture. <laughs> and make my check by, it looks like, by six.
0: <laughs> yeah. And not only does it look like you make that check by six, if anyone else was watching, it looked really really cool because capoeira looks that's true really fan. that's
3: what it does say I, I noticed I could use a knife but it does 20 damage capoeira does 20 damage and looks cool so <laughs> uh, and I've got I've got a beat in my head right now it's kind of it's not quite uh, EDM but it's moving in that direction if you give it time
0: <laughs> and with a wonderful set of spins twists and a kick you launch one of the enemy targets through the air and into a tree, knocking him unconscious. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I only get to attack once, so that's my move.
0: All right. Bruno Hamilton, you are next, sir.
2: Can you give me a description of the bank that I'm approaching?
0: It is a very heavy, heavy brushed bank. Well, a lot of it has... a. Has dried up here in the dry season. Uh, a lot of it was, you know, wet close to the river uh, fresh... of Russia.
6: Hashtag MetaPoint. I think we may need a few more of these depending on how people want to find prisoners in the jungle. On the one hand, licking themselves. On the other hand, trauma and not licking themselves. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Jack. <laughs> Thank you, chat. Uh, So there's a lot of dried out brush really close to the bank and then really heavy, dense brush a few feet in. They are mostly concentrated uh, between five and eight meters from the bank itself. Some of them are a little bit further back uh, in nice positions that it looks like they took time to set up to make them well camouflaged so that they could watch this section of the river and ambush anything that came through. There are currently seven on that bank with you. Uh, there were more of them, but the uh, grenade explosion and your shooting has uh, removed some.
2: Well, so I shot
0: the left Yeah, way. John Stone's grenade explosion Stone and shooting. Blade. Excuse me. Yeah, John Stone's shooting and grenade explosion was concentrated on this bank that you swam to.
2: Okay. Um, so Bruno is, is basically just bringing back, you know, 40-year-old memories. Um, and uh, so he's just going straight into you know the, some of the standard maneuvers he went with. So he's underwater, um, approaches the bank to a spot where he's only you know it's only three feet deep or so, and he's going to pop up with his M14 and just snap up, fire off burst shot at the first two he can spot, drop back down in the water, push off the bank out into the stream a little bit farther, go about so he's about ten feet further from his original position, pop up and take out two more. <laughs>
0: So four total shooting actions is what you're yeah. going for? All right. Splitting your actions. I uh, Make sure to give them the appropriate penalties for doing
2: so. And that's, um, that's a two-point penalty for all four of them, is that right? You usually have two attacks, correct? Two attacks each So each yes, attack.
0: you'll be doing a two-point penalty on all four attacks.
2: Um, wow, that was a bad roll. Uh, so the first attack... Um, i make by, you still make by two. (laughs) It occurs to me that with these dice, I have to roll a perfect failure and then still tie my shooting score. That one I beat by 13, no, by only 11 with the two point penalty. Um, That one with the two point penalty uh, is uh, beat by four. And the last one by 10.
0: Incredible uh, shooting. Falling back on your old ways, you empty the magazine of your M14 rifle, firing quick bursts of fire into the jungle, taking out target after target, splashing backwards in the water, swimming back, and then taking out two more targets, bringing four enemy soldiers down in a span of brief moments it is a lot like some of your old memories in fact of course by the time you enlisted the m16 had replaced the m14 as the combat rifle and that's going to take us to aquamarine
4: okay so i'm uh i was swimming toward the uh left bank there
0: with yep, the, the one that
4: Our, uh- Yeah, the one
0: that Thomas snuck up on and uh, did some very impressive capoeira. Whoa, whoa, stop, stop, stop.
1: Before, he swam like this. Now he's swimming like this? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Huh? What are you doing?
4: Well, this is my long-distance swim, and this is my I'm getting close. I need to be...
3: No, it's it's it's, it's kind of like with with humans. You've got you know like the breaststroke, and you got freestyle, and so with yeah, snakes, it's, they've it's they've snakes. They've got the slither, and they got the shimmy. Yeah,
4: yeah. It's like yeah, it's like just going normal speed versus like pressing A.
3: Yeah, it's common snake knowledge roll thing. Thank you. Right. <laughs> um, so Sorry.
4: the cap. So uh, the capybara took out.
0: A guy. Yes, he did some really impressive Capoeira and kicked one of them into a tree.
4: How many others are there?
0: Six of them still around them. And uh they, they probably are going to try to shoot him with those nasty rifles of theirs now that he's popped up doing his fancy capoeira. Uh, assuming that they are not distracted by the beauty of his dance and just stare and watch instead.
3: It is quite elegant, especially with my four paws
4: um oh man that just inspired me to maybe do a different thing Uh, (laughs) hmm. okay well i have two attacks um for my first attack i'd like to use my snake machete yes i'd like to coat it with my venom um because i can do that
0: yes you can poison your hand-to-hand weapons
4: Yep, and then I'd like to, like, move move my body in such a way that, like, hurls the machete toward the ones closest to him to knock the, the rifles out of their hands. A
0: disarming as- strike. Are you, you're trying to multiple disarm. That is just plain impressive, Ocarina, and very metaverse of you. I will definitely take an athletics test from you for that. To see if you can knock one or more weapons away from the enemy's hands.
4: Athletics. How about you know in your case uh,
0: yoga or ninja stuff will also work in your case.
4: Okay, we'll pick we'll pick yoga in this instance.
0: I'll give you yoga. Oh,
4: I rolled a four, so I beat it by (laughs) sixteen.
0: They are so entranced by the amazing skills of this capybara that they don't even see you slither up and hurl this machete like it's a boomerang. And as it goes through, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but all six of them are suddenly disarmed of their Kalashnikov rifles. I hiss. Hate- Staring between empty hands and the performance art of the capybara, you have never seen different individuals uh so surprised and they of course make up an entire mix of species from foxes to goats to all kinds of other animals themselves much like you they are all anthropomorphic beings sure
4: um okay so that was my first attack
0: that indeed <laughs> was your first attack you have my, disarmed all of them uh, my
4: second attack um uh, i wanted to Ooh, I'm torn. Okay.
1: So many ways to kill,
4: huh? <laughs> hmm. How you? Okay. Um, so I'm going to save the bard stuff for later. Okay. So I have various things that are, I improvise as explosives in my Did you do? bag, Yes, snaky bag, snaky pouch. And, uh, I want to create, like, a little using, like, tell me if I can do this. With several explosives, like, four of them set, like, a little ring around the remaining guys to release my venom into their faces.
0: You making a venom explosive? I I think that you probably have an improvised venom explosive already in that pouch of yours because, well, let's just face it, you're his Saigon. She does this. She's the team? best at this. Yep. So uh, you, want, you want to give me a, 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 a sabotage or demolitions roll?
4: Yes, I do. Let's do a, ooh, either one. Sabotage. All right. Oh, I rolled a seven. So I beat it by
0: seven. Beat it by seven. And a devastating venom explosion. You spray venom into the faces and eyes of all of your targets who begin screaming and clawing at their faces, now blinded. Perhaps they are upset at the pain from the venom, or perhaps they're more upset that you just took the dazzling display of capoeira away from them. It is really hard to say at this moment.
4: (laughs) Either way.
3: It is a beautiful and noble art form. (laughs)
4: Maybe you could give them a little capoeira as they now of
0: course the uh three remaining on the opposing bank still are going to make actions this round because well those those six that you just sprayed the poison in the face are not going to do anything they're too busy screaming and clawing at their eyes but on the opposite river bank three of them are going to attempt (laughs) to shoot at bruno hamilton also known as corporal worth uh, who has just popped up on their bank and shot down four of them So I'm going to beat shooting by one. I'm going to beat shooting by four. And I'm going to fail shooting by a huge amount that I'm not even going to calculate.
2: we good.
6: And
0: not one of them manages to hit the elusive Bruno Hamilton, which brings us to John Stone, our final person to act in the round.
1: Who are the ones closest to me?
0: Um, it's equal because you still haven't left the boat which is almost entirely sunk at this point here waist-deep in water
1: Right, and how how far is the
0: near is? Uh, uh, you're looking at about 20 to 25 meters in either direction to either bank and where they are Um, there are six of them that are blinded on the left bank and disarmed And there are three of them that just shot at bruno on the right hand bank Okay, so I can I can
1: close that pretty all right so um the ones that shot at bruno uh i'm going to use sergeant washington's charge ability uh washington can execute a charging attack when entering hand-to-hand combat using his horns dealing 30 damage and knocking his enemy
0: prone indeed you can and uh, i think john stone is physically even capable of weeping the distance from the ship to the shore Ah. I believe that is something he is physically capable of. So why don't you give me an athletics test followed by a fighting test, please, okay. John.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna do that. One. Uh athletics test beat by
0: nine. You easily cleared the distance all the way across the river, weeping <laughs> like a character out of a superhero film and landing on the bank.
1: But not a superhero landing, because I'm landing on all fours in this one. So I'm like, <clears throat> That's right. Way um, to keep
3: it classy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll take a fighting test from you for that charging attack.
1: Um, let's see here. Oh wait. So. Okay. Yeah. Charging attack. Um.
0: Oh. Yeah. I failed that. No! Nope. You run full speed as you land, but you know, you're still getting used to this whole bull body thing. Yeah. And you, in fact, gouge the horns into a, a tree as you're trying to pass by, and it just stops you dead in your tracks, unable to reach the targets that you were going for with that charging attack. Sorry, John. And we yeah. will go back to Thomas. The bank was muddy.
1: What can I do? It's muddy, and it's humid. And... I got hooks. say. Mm-hmm. Corporal Clarence Cook
0: you to, have
3: to My uh, my understanding correctly that all of the enemy on our side of the river have been dealt with.
0: Uh, they are currently blinded and have been disarmed.
3: Yep, that counts as dealt with. Um okay. Well, do I do I see that that our illustrious sergeant is having problems?
0: Uh, you can't make out the far bank so well, but you did definitely see the telltale sign of the sergeant hitting a tree.
3: Yeah, okay, seen that before. Um, (laughs) But, uh, okay, Um, do I know if my radio, I know I went in the water, is my radio water resistant, does it still work?
0: It is fairly water resistant, it should still work.
3: Okay, cool, Uh, in that case, I'm gonna assume at least one of those guys over there has got a radio as well. And uh, I'm gonna take a moment to create a feedback through the radio to uh, distract and or incapacitate some of the guys on the other side so they do not take advantage of my beloved sergeant's incapacitation.
0: That is a beautiful maneuver. Uh, tell me what skill you're gonna use to accomplish that.
3: Uh, it's all the same number for Thomas, so it's moot.
0: Oh, yes, you're right, it is. It's like Cal's Thomas,
3: it's, it's moot.
0: <laughs> Thomas is skilled at everything at exactly the same skill level.
3: Yeah, so I'll beat that by three.
0: That is good enough to create a feedback loop, and they are going to take a distraction penalty.
3: That's all I was hoping for. Got your back, Sarge. That they may. That's no (laughs) bull.
0: I love it. Bruno.
2: Um, Okay, so how far away are the three remaining um, troops from each other?
0: Uh, well, you killed most of the ones that are very close together. There were two uh, pretty close together, and then one's probably five or six meters away from the other two. It was those two that the sergeant was charging with his charge attack when he hit the
2: tree. Okay. Um, and they're, so they're pretty close together, and they're probably looking at the bull as well.
0: Oh, yeah, that, that definitely distracted all of them. The, uh, the whole person, uh, the bull person leaping through the air across almost an entire with the river and then landing into a four-legged charge was quite the distraction.
2: Um, so Bruno's going to pop up out of the water again, um, grab his k-bar, and fling the knife right at the third one that is not side by side for first attack to take him out, and then um, do his own charge, uh, to kind of leap and and run over to the other two. Sorry. <laughs> nice timing
1: excuse Um,
2: you and grab the two remaining which i'm assuming he's getting up behind them because he's where the bull is grab them and basically slam their heads together um knocking them both out if i don't overdo it
0: throwing knives and putting people's heads together bruno's been doing it for a very long time
2: um so i beat the fighting check for the knife throw by uh 10. by 10. (laughs) um And then a fighting check, an action hero check. What's the check? I want an
0: action hero check if you're going to be knocking two people's heads together, because that's an action hero move. Uh, Beat it by six. Beat it by six. The knife goes perfectly through the air, even though the the K-Bar is not really designed well for throwing. Somehow you have gotten that skill down, and you just launch that knife straight into the sternum of your target, not only piercing it, but knocking him backwards through the air and then onto the ground. Uh, rushing up on the bank, you're able to close the distance between the other two and crack their skulls together, knocking them both unconscious. And other than the screams of the envenomated, blinded individuals on the far bank, it seems like the majority of combat might be over. We'll see what uh, Aquamarine chooses to do now that it's her turn, and uh, your only enemies are seem to be blinded and screaming and clawing at their eyes at the moment.
4: Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> um. Okay. So how far? So I'm. I'm like across a whole body of water uh, from the sergeant.
0: Nazis, uh, from the sergeant, yes, he is all the way across the river from you. He and uh, Corporal Worth are on the other side of the river.
4: And he's still stuck in a tree.
0: He stuck a horn into a tree. Yeah, that's correct.
4: But but there's no no
0: one over there. That's no, it. it seems that uh, the, all of the fighting on that side of the river, there's no sounds of gunfire or conflict. The only sound comes from the uh, screaming six individuals on this side of the river.
4: So I'm going to, um, I'm just going to sing them a little song to ease their pain and suffering. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do right now. I will perform it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> shh, 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 shh. it's okay. <laughs> so bad,
0: it's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. You go no, ahead and give me a no, to, um, bar, sure. me a bar performance roll for that.
4: Okay, what do I have to it's performing arts?
0: Yes, that would definitely be performing arts.
4: Oh, <laughs> well, I rolled so good, I beat it by 10. I rolled a six, and I have six. 16.
0: Nice oh. somehow. Even though it is only the sound of music, it soothes the horrible blinding pain they have and they're uh, now permanently blinded and disfigured faces. And they collapse meekly and quietly to the ground, staring with blank expressions and burnt-out eye sockets at their hands.
1: Oh, oh I feel
4: so bad. I'm so sorry you guys. I promise I will make this right, I say to their eyeless faces.
3: Am <laughs> I understand we're out of combat now?
0: You would technically be out of combat. I was giving Marine the opportunity to continue it. You could all still technically continue combat but the enemy is not uh, fighting back at this point.
3: Uh, I'm going to make it right on the dot on a roll to see if there's any wild celery around me. I'm going to pick a piece and start nibbling.
0: Darren, in fact, is and you
3: can't. We should them all up, Sarge. What do you think? Well, not hearing anything. I'll start tying them up. (laughs) I didn't. What was that, Corporal? I figured you wanted us to tie him up, Sarge. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. See uh, which one of them, if you can identify their, if uh, they have any rank on them to see who seems to be the leader, unless he was killed. But
0: the senior most guy out of this remaining group and see if we can question one of them. No problem. It seems this ambushing group is uh, Viet Cong, which is uh, independent but works cooperatively with the North Vietnamese Army. Uh, they're generally um, less structured in rank and less organized.
3: Uh, however, I will make a roll on hat knowledge and <laughs> make it by three. Does that give me any insight as to which one of them may one be of them, the high- Jeff-
0: had a nicer hat, but he was the guy that was using the RPG that got
3: blown oh. up. I'm it. sorry, it used to be the uh, the chunky salsa over there was the one in charge. <laughs>
0: That's
3: always how it is. Oh, well.
2: If uh, John needs any help getting his horns unstuck from the tree, Bruno does that first and then um, heads over, grabs his k bar, and checks out the um, rest of the um, BC on this bank to see which ones are still alive.
0: Uh, you have uh, very much killed other than the two of you knocked heads together. Um, and the two you knocked heads together, you, you probably gave them concussions and maybe even some mild brain damage. You're a lot stronger than a normal person. So when you knock two people's heads together in the heat of a moment like that, it can have some really long term effects.
2: Um, so we're going to uh, disarm, tie those two up, check over the area, and um, Obviously, there's some differences from V.C. in our world and this world, like species. (laughs) Species
0: Um, is a big difference.
2: But uh, what can Bruno tell from checking this out as far as um, where they might have come from, um, any sort of uh, connections or detachment they're uh, with, uh, what, what kind of weaponry they have as far as how they've been outfitted and...
0: Absolutely. Their, their gear is not of the highest quality, but having RPGs is pretty rare for VC. They probably are got those from the, the NVA at some point or another. They do have a nearby little camp that they have set up, and they have quite a collection of uh, looks like supplies and other things that of, of U.S. make that they probably took from other boats that they have destroyed in the river region here. Uh, if you had to guess they were probably outfitted by nva regulars and given the the job of impeding river traffic
2: um check around the area for uh paths footprints um see if i can tell which bank they like obviously they're working together they came to the river from one bank or the other and then um uh you know half of them ferried across or whatever to set up the ambush so trying to figure out which bank they were uh, arrived from.
0: Uh, you're able to find that. In fact, in the process, you find uh, a couple of really small canoe-like craft that they were using to cross the river back and forth. Um, so with cattle. Yeah, there are canoes on your side you're on.
2: OK, so then um, uh, Stone, if you're ready, let's uh, go join the others. We can uh, dry off a little bit if we take the canoe. Um, We'll head to the bank well while they're doing
3: that i'd like to pick up one of the helmets of one of the dispatched uh enemy types and uh and i'm going to start um fiddling with it a bit and i'll dog and get into that later on Well, i'll get I up, like I'll, it. I'll, I'll i'll beat my check by seven on fiddling with it
0: i like it uh and with that we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with more masters of the metaverse in just a few minutes guys see you then
2: It's raining outside.
7: I don't see sunny or rainy. They're all just days to me.
4: OK, but clearly it's raining.
7: Is it? I mean, yes, obviously it is. But just to play devil's advocate for a moment, is it really?
4: Yes. Yes, it is. Look outside.
7: So, so you want it to be sunny all the time. Is that what you want? You want constant sunshine. Um. Have you ever heard of a drought?
4: No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that it's raining.
7: Look, don't be such a hater. All days matter.
4: Dude, just, just look outside.
7: You know, my cousin was caught in a snowstorm last year. Where was the outrage then? It rains so much more in India. You have to deal with so much less weather in this part of the world, but I don't know why you're complaining. True, it was raining, but it's completely stopped now. Ancient history. Get over yourself. I studied meteorology in high school, and the term is actually precipitation. The climate changes are clearly part of a natural cycle that has nothing to do with us. So, rain should be underrepresented? Maybe rain just writes better science fiction. This kind of negativity just propagates the conservative agenda. People who wear raincoats anyway, right? you. You ignorant d***, did you? Back and your or we're you just that way. I hope you get rained on. That'll teach you a lesson to to push this dry hating cumulonimbus bull****.
0: I think we've had a little misunderstanding. Maybe we should go outside, take a walk. You can get some fresh air.
7: In the rain.
6: We just we get the final insert
3: here. And All right. We break All right. for second meal. Right. Warm pocket cheese. I'm
6: in. Okay. All right. So, so are you so familiar I... with
1: how to fondle? A... Um, oh.
6: Nick? Yes. Nick? Yeah. I'm gonna shoot Christian's face. <laughs> Shooting Christian's face. Oh come
7: on. <laughs> No, you're gone. All right. <laughs> so apparently We're this is just movie. like handling a nipple. Okay. So Perfect. more pinch release than isn't. I'm going to pinch the okay. nipple. Okay. I'll pull
5: focus now.
3: Work. I need the back of your head,
7: sir, and the front of yours. It works at night. Do you know? No. Uh... It's usually Ben that does. Okay, some stuff. okay. The sound of silence, because he's off camera and not talking. And Armageddon on that, Come on. Still a double. Whatever. Yes, I can do this. Thanks. No, you have to help. Oh, right, what do I need to do? Just take this here, and then we'll work.
4: start on Leo's face before we go down. Get out.
7: Wow. Really? Huh we gonna make a movie? does this word? I don't this know. This is awesome! I'm usually over there.
4: Okay. Um, what happened to if I twist this?
7: Um, um, hey! What? Wanna tune my mandolin?
2: Aw, oh, come oh, on, come
7: on! on. What's wrong with you? His, Jeez. Geez. His words?
5: Fucking hell. Um, sure. <laughs> what? What are you doing here? Right
4: car. Oh,
5: that is too big.
4: Ben's mom. Come on. What Ben's mom is off limits. Oh,
5: that hurt.
4: oh get out. Out.
6: Hey. Oh what? Oh, really?
3: you
0: want you to be able to hear? Welcome back, everyone. Masters of the Metaverse here on the zombie. Or via entertainment channel on Twitch. Bringing you back to some more metaversal action. We are in 1968 in anthropomorphic Vietnam. On a rescue mission to fix time. That's right. We have a character missing in action who shouldn't be missing in action. And so they've got to save him like a 1980s Chuck Norris film. Yeah, it got to be one. What was the name of that one? Oh. Yeah, I, I can't recall what was the name of that one.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, Sport? No. That's, that's, I, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know
4: my Chuck movies well
0: enough. I'm sure he did one about rescuing POWs, and I'm just I'm first sorry. kick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, you have uh, reached the other side of the river after your initial conflict with Sergeant Washington uh, and have dispatched all of the enemy, uh, minus the ones that you have tied up, and these six blinded and horribly disfigured ones.
2: Um. So... Oh, wait, and
1: in, in hold on. So the guys, by the way, because they've been blinded and they're screaming, I go
0: over to one of them and I say, Take the pain!
4: Take the pain! <laughs> Are they still screaming, though? Weren't they
0: calmed down? They got calmed down at this point. But uh, okay, that is a wonderful film reference there.
2: Hmm? Um, so Bruno is going to take, because obviously the, the two unconscious ones are over here with us now, but they're not exactly talking. Um, so yes. he's going to go over to one of the others, to whichever one looks the most calm that can't see now. Um, mm-hmm and start chatting with them in Vietnamese, and see if he can figure out um, where they're from, if they know anything about POW camps, and just do some interrogation.
0: Uh, At first, he seems really confused, like you're asking him if he took any prisoners. And he seems to dodge around the subject, and it becomes inferred to you fairly quickly that uh, they didn't take any prisoners. They they killed anybody who came upriver.
2: Makes sense do they know where the is? can i
0: good cop
3: bad cop with you
2: sure <laughs> how's your
3: vietnamese
2: it's good
0: Let's I'll make it. a thomas check i'm sure i know the language <laughs> thomas in fact knows vietnamese
2: he just does he just does google translate automatically exactly. in head, so. yeah got
0: some, a babble fish some in the,
2: here some of the words don't work out quite the same but all right am i the good cop or the bad cop? i think you're the good cop Okay. okay. I'm really good at being scary.
0: Cool. Uh, It becomes pretty clear that these uh, these guys are just ambushing people coming up river, and they didn't take any POWs.
2: But do they know where the NVA POW camp is?
0: They seem to be rather disconnected from uh, any real intel, which tracks with Bruno's experience with uh, the VC being kept pretty separate from the NVA in function and operation.
2: Um, as much um, as
0: they used the VC, uh, the NVA did not rely upon them. should <laughs> where did Marine be the good cop? <laughs> she's They're a very good, good cop. Actually,
3: she's a oh. very naughty cop sometimes.
4: Really <laughs> <a character arc laughs> for you to say that, yeah, I can be the no. You guys, you got this.
2: <laughs> um,
4: want to watch you do this?
2: So where? What is their? Uh, contact location like where do they go to make contact to receive supplies and orders?
0: Uh, from what you're able to force out of this individual they were uh, made contact with a uh, division about six weeks ago during the uh, collapse of the um, siege of Khe Sanh. Okay. Um, all right. That's
2: not getting us anywhere so um... Uh, I think it's time to use my Bruno buff, and I'm going to move myself all the way from Bruno into uh, Corporal Worth fully.
0: Okay, going full avatar!
2: Yeah, and um, as full avatar, um, we're going to sniff out a trail and um, see if we can use my uh, nose for trouble to try and... uh, Track everything um, to figure out a pathway and find um, anything in the way of uh, a path towards the NVA, towards you know, absolutely etc. That's
3: a good thing, Corporal. That's good thinking.
0: You have got quite the nose for trouble. In fact, what does that nose for trouble exactly do for you?
2: <laughs> uh, nose for trouble is I gain a plus four bonus to survival checks to track by scent.
0: Hmm. Well, have to give me a survival check to track by set and give yourself a plus four bonus to it. Um,
2: so that's going to be a seven. Survival is 14, so I beat it by seven.
0: Beat it by seven. Uh, you are able to begin backtracking their most recent trail. And you believe it might lead you to wherever it was that they met up with these other withdrawing NVA. Maybe give you a better idea of how things are working in the region. If it's not going to get you close to a POW camp, it at the very least is uh, doing what you were supposed to do by uh, order of the captain back before you were dispatched on your mission. So it's, it's succeeding at one of your goals. And so ice. you set out. Our, uh, what are you going to do with your prisoners? Sarge, what
2: should we do with the prisoners?
4: Um...
3: Aqua sing them to sleep.
4: I mean,
0: I would like to do that. Good idea.
3: What, what kind of animals are they?
0: Uh, yeah. They're a mix. Uh, they've got some sheep, goats. One of them is a fox. Yeah, uh,
3: sheep cool. and a fox together. They're screwed. Just let them be.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I, want to, yeah, I want to, like, I like the idea of singing them to sleep.
0: Hey, give me a performing arts check there, Aqua
4: Marie. All right.
0: Uh, I beat that one by five. Beat it by five. You sing a lovely lullaby. In fact, it's so lovely that you almost put Corporal Cook, Sergeant Washington, and Corporal Worth to sleep as well. It's just, Uh, it's a perfect lullaby. Thank you. And they're out and sleeping, despite being blinded and horribly disfigured. You know, except for the two that were already unconscious. They're just even more asleep rather than unconscious sleep, now it's restful sleep because of your long life
4: I'm really glad, thank
0: you. All right, you set out following the trail uh, that Corporal Worth has snipped out because he has got that nose for trouble. Yeah. Get him, boy, get him, get him. Where are they, where are they, go, go. After about half a day of traveling, moving somewhat along the river, but moving further and further westward, you begin making your way deeper into the hills themselves, most of the time sticking to the draws in between the hills, which makes sense for what you know of NVA troop movements. They like to remain out of sight for passing aircraft. The uh, US has a strong air superiority in the region. And by the time you've passed half a day, you've reached a point where the trail that you're following has become more like a road from the sheer number of other trails that have joined in on it. And there are just tremendous more scents that accompany it. Uh, At some point, a very large number of NVA forces have come through here, uh, and some of them have gone back and forth. Uh, You believe, Corporal Worth, that this is
2: a high traffic road. Can I pick out the scent of a ferret?
0: We've- Give me another one of those roles for survival. This is going to be really hard, I'm not going to lie.
2: Um, so uh, Jethro's then going to, as he's sniffing around, he's going to be talking about how once upon a time when I was back home, back in BAM, before I uh, uh, you know, joined up the military, I uh, chased this rat It was like, Caused me problems and stuff, but I was going to get it, and it got onto one of these big roads like this. And let me tell you, I chased that thing, and there was just so many smells. It took me like three days to just find out where all the smells were coming from. And there was like this really good steak that I got from the neighbors. Well, I wasn't really supposed to have it, but I got it anyway. And then I found the rat.
0: And why exactly did you tell us that story there, uh, Corporal? Because
2: Jethro is a backwoods beagle, and uh, he gets plus two bonus to and check if he tells a related anecdote about his past in the backwoods.
4: <laughs> really cute.
2: <laughs> well done. That's a uh, that's a three with a plus six bonus. So, uh, <laughs> hang on. Uh, so I rolled a negative one, and my. Uh, <laughs> My survival
0: skill's 14, so I uh, beat it by 15. Beat it by 15. Despite the insane, extreme challenge of this nearly week-old trail, coupled with looking for a very specific, single smell, you do get the distinctive odor of one weasel. There was definitely a weasel here.
2: I found a weasel!
0: And he was wearing American cologne.
2: Oh. American
0: Wearing cologne. Mm, Yep. Sounds like our boy right there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cheap stuff. The world would wander into a war zone wearing cologne.
3: He was wearing cheap stuff, but he was definitely wearing clearly he was a draftee. Mm, Yeah.
1: Some some fortunate son.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well played.
0: Uh, But yeah, definitely fast through a week ago on this very road Hmm. Uh, with that good of a smell he was on board a truck being moved with several other individuals Uh.
3: good boy corporal good boy
0: (laughs) he was
1: able to determine that Uh. they were
0: fair enough good
1: Good. he beat
0: it by 15. he he can tell you almost everything (laughs)
1: yeah he can probably
0: tell you what that weasel ate for breakfast that day
1: Mm.
0: it was pretty spicy
2: Was it was
1: was it a male weasel or a female weasel? Oh yeah, male male weasel. Yep, okay.
2: ferret actually, but kind of kind of yeah. smells like weasel.
1: They're related. But. I'm sure it's quite offensive. If you okay,
3: well, taxonomically, well, I do believe there is a connection between weasels and ferrets. In fact, I think myself, uh, if I remember correctly, as capybara, we are all related through rodentia. I'd have to. I have to do some digging. I do forget a little bit. It's been a while since I took biology.
1: No, it's true. Sometimes ferrets and weasels actually uh, mate and have weasels. Weasels? Weasels. Yeah, I had a buddy who was a weasel. I I
3: had their album at one point. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we follow this uh,
0: this trail? I said it's more road than trail now, and definitely high traffic. There have been lots of uh, vehicles and personnel that have come through since then in both directions. you believe this is an actively used road, Corporal Worth? This way. <laughs> All right. Let's right. It isn't too long moving down the road when you uh, hear the distinct sound of motorized vehicles coming from the direction you came from before you joined up with the road from behind you. Incoming. I want to apologize
3: right now to all the weasels in the world for being wrong. They are, in fact, not Rodentia. <laughs> they are still today, and I should have remembered that. I feel guilty now.
1: I'm glad you said that, because we were about to get an email.
0: Well, uh, certainly, there would be some very, very angry person about that.
1: No, I an think angry. angry weasel aren't they always angry the popular misconception that's very racist for you to make that assumption speciesist speciesist speciesist
5: uh,
0: let, let's follow this 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 trail. There's definitely a people getting closer and closer moving up the road from behind you you can only hear it at this point but you can't see it but it's definitely getting closer I mean, and hey. you are pretty sure that there aren't any U.S. military assets moving in this area.
3: Is it fair to assume that we've double-checked that any of our weaponry works after it's been submerged?
0: Absolutely. You have checked okay. and double-checked.
3: Just want to make sure.
0: Even with the half of Sergeant Washington there, you have checked and double-checked everything.
1: I, uh, I'm going to do my best to try to hide... It's kind of difficult for me, but I'm going to make the attempt.
2: i help. All right.
0: <clears throat> Stealth checks for anyone who wants to attempt to hide off the roadway while the truck Oh, yeah. Goes. That sounds good. Definitely.
5: <laughs> uh,
2: I'm going to run through the jungle. <laughs> make my team and I harder to track by making survival checks to hide their trail. Nice. My own check by uh, two, beat mine by four, and then I beat by one a check for, to help hide everybody as a team.
0: Excellent. I got it right
4: on.
3: Okay. You gave, you gave us a bonus. Is that what you said? Yep. Yep. H- how much?
0: Uh, it's going to equ- equate to a bonus of two for everyone.
3: I, I, I will I will make it by 12
0: <laughs> Wow
3: I get to roll twice on stealth if I don't move
0: that is an impressive feature that you have there I think the truck sound gets closer and closer and closer and then you can see it and kicking up the dust cloud there are a couple of open topped jeeps and behind them a uh, large diesel open-backed truck in the open back truck there are several NVA soldiers and there seems to be uh several disarmed and rather bad looking or wounded american gis in the back of that truck being transported along do we see ray in there
4: can we see them
0: you can see them you don't see any ferrets or weasels among their number and (laughs) It wouldn't match up with the trail that Jethro has right. already found Thank you.
4: they were coming
0: here right. yep you're following it and this is coming from behind you these are definitely fresh detainees
2: Sergeant.
0: judging by the uni- uniforms they look like Marines
3: uh, odds or evens how many vehicles are there
0: two jeeps in the front and then one uh, deuce and a half in the back which is a big truck.
3: Uh, Which vehicle has the uh, the POW in it?
0: The big truck has several of them in the back, along with numerous NBA soldiers as well.
3: And there are NBA soldiers. uh, uh, I'm going to take the the hat that I was saying I was finagling earlier, the Viet Cong hat, and using my hat knowledge, which I beat it Mm -hmm. by seven, I uh, sharpened up that steel edge to turn it into an odd job style hat. And I'm (laughs) now going to fling that hat at the front right wheel. Of the vehicle with the POWs in it.
0: <laughs> I'll take an athletics test from you. I like that very much.
3: And uh, let's see, so I beat an uh, athletics check. Uh, I'm gonna burn my my thingy, I don't know what that meant, and beat it by five.
0: All right, bring bring that my uh, supporter bonus to beat it by five. And you strike the tire of this fast-moving vehicle, which explodes in a horrible sound of bursting air and shredding metal. And it slides down onto the hub of that wheel, kicks up some dust. And the entire convoy pulls to a stop. By some pure miracle, uh, no one but yourselves actually saw the hat fly out and strike the wheel. And so there's some general confusion as to why that wheel just burst in the middle well, of the road. I figured road.
3: by using the hat instead of shooting it, it wouldn't make noise. And then if they found the hat, they'd be like, well, it's one of ours. So it must have rolled over it or something.
0: Yeah, that the general uh, consensus you get after a few moments of watching them is they think that they blew out a tire. And they start to begin the process of putting a spare on in place of it. It looks like it's going to take them some time with a vehicle that size.
3: What well, do you think, Sarge, should we free this guy? What do we do? Since we have got their attention... <clears throat> Technically, we don't. Tyre's got their attention.
1: <laughs> Fair point. Um, does Has anyone in the, the back of the vehicle where they are, are there um, guards in there guarding them, or are they just in there by themselves?
0: There are, uh, There's a half-dozen NVA forces uh, guarding the half-dozen prisoners in the back. Huh. Interesting. There were more of them, but the ones that were also in the back with them got out and have uh, formed a pretty loose perimeter around the vehicle while the rest of them are working at changing the tire. Are we able to tell which one of
1: the ones that are out and about is in charge? Uh, You'd think one of
0: them... Yeah, yeah, you think most likely it's probably one of the ones that didn't get out of the Jeep in front, but if he gives me a hat knowledge, he can figure out exactly which one is the mm-hmm. charge. Uh,
3: hat knowledge check, beat it by four.
0: Yeah, you can tell that there's definitely an officer in the second Jeep, not the lead Jeep. Not only is he wearing a nicer hat, he's also you know smoking premium cigarettes.
3: You know, Sarge, I could uh, use this hooter doohickey to blow out all of their radios. They can't call for backup as like a first action whatever y'all want to do I'm just saying that might be something I could I could do that as part of whatever
5: well, we do
1: since you seem to have the super stealth abilities I want to see if we can uh spirit away the uh, the officer get some information out of him before we go and figure out if we're gonna take these guys out or just go to where they were headed what oh, information I- Do you want us to so,
3: kidnap the officer?
1: Yeah, I want to know who these guys are, where they're going, and if he knows where our uh, our target is.
2: What's the plan, Sarge?
1: Well, so are you, you seem to have the stealthiest abilities, right? Is that right? Because you were able to get a super bonus and roll twice if you didn't move. So do you have extra stealth capabilities? I'm stealthy
3: pretty good. I mean, if you want it numerically on the sheet, I have a 16. I think right. uh, I think our beagle friend does too.
1: All right, uh, capture the officer, bring him back here, so we can uh, get
3: info out of him. On it, Serge.
0: Okay. Give me a stealth check to try and get close to that jeep unseen. Uh,
3: I'll make it by two.
0: You make it by two. You wait for just the right moment when they're looking away, and dash out between the two Jeeps, and then slip around the side of it, and you are right underneath that rear passenger door frame.
6: Hashtag Bruno Buff, I feel like we might need one of these if we're going to be <laughs> interrogating someone.
3: Thank you very much, Chuck. Uh, just care. occurred to me that many of the vehicles used the time of Vietnam were... Um, shall we say not, uh, not, uh, many of them were American made on both sides. Is this correct?
0: Yes. Absolutely.
3: Um, does this Jeep happen to be a captured American made vehicle?
0: Absolutely. It does
3: That's, that's convenient. Cause I happen to be an expert in American automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if the door is locked, I will quickly open it cause I don't care. Um, and uh, and then we need to incapacitate this guy, I'm guessing.
0: That might be a wise decision.
3: Okay, well.
1: Or, or just keep him Maybe. silent while you get him to us, whatever you want to do. To...
3: No, I've, I've got an idea on how to incapacitate. Um, as I recall, I want to make sure I remember something right about Capybaras. <laughs> yep, that's what I thought. We've got detachable anal gland hair. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? As you, of course you
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> what <that? laughs> <I can't. laughs> Detachable <laughs>
5: anal hair? Is that what you
4: said?
3: gland <laughs> <anal> hair, <laughs> <laughs> hair. correct.
4: Oh, it's different. It's different.
3: <laughs> so, I guess uh, what I'm going to do then is pop the door, rip out a big snatch full, shove it in his face. I'm guessing that'll incapacitate him.
4: Wow, wow.
3: And then pull yeah. him out of the Jeep.
4: That was so creative, you know. I was going to be like, I can, but no. No.
0: <laughs> Give me a fighting test, please. <laughs>
4: So um, surprising!
3: Sorry, everybody. That was um,
5: beautiful.
3: I'll make the check by six.
0: Make the check by six. Yep. You are able to uh, shove the detachable anal gland there into his face, getting a wide-eyed and shocked reaction, uh, and making an impromptu and very disturbing, disgusting gag at the same time. And nobody him expects
3: detachable <laughs> anal gland there.
1: What would no. be non-detachable in you know, a gland hair? Like, isn't all g- you know? I, I don't never mind.
4: I never um, would have suspected I, I, that, but now, now <laughs>
0: I might. Be. A trick you have never seen Corporal Cook use before. In fact, most of you never want to Let's see him, see him again. use that trick again. <laughs> he Damn. gags his opponent in more ways than one. And pulls him from the vehicle and he gets him back around the Jeep and into the jungle before anyone starts looking around very confused as to where their commanding officer just went
2: well wow. that was impressive
3: <laughs> I'll bring it back to the group and drop him off and just start eating again <laughs>
5: It's impressive.
1: Good job. Bruno. Your witness, Bruno. Sure. Oh, that's right. You're still OK. You're in full dog mode. It's OK. Um, oh. I'm going to go
2: ahead and use a uh, uh, meta point. No, it. It. you don't have to. Can... They're there.
0: That's what they're for.
2: OK. They're all- yeah. One okay. uh, so meta point? <laughs> Move one back towards Bruno, get a little Bruno in there. And with a little Bruno in there, um, I can use that Bruno buff, and we're just going to go straight for the auto-success intimidate and, and scare the bejesus out of this guy by uh, tapping into a little bit of Bruno's um, superhuman strength and um, terrify the guy so that we can find out where the POW camp is. I'm and I'm in sure this particular, you, he's already shaken.
0: Yeah, and particularly in this uh, instance, not only is he already shaken from his horrible experience, but uh, Bruno is uh, very familiar with uh, numerous uh, NVA interrogation techniques that they in fact use on uh, use themselves in that particular era and those particular ways of reaching into the psyche of the NVA soldier as he uh, spent some time doing it for real in his, uh, in his own body back in Metaverse Prime. And you are most certainly able to terrify this officer into telling you just about anything he knows. So what is it that you want to know?
2: Um, for starters, where's the POW camp?
0: Over the mountains, uh, near the border.
2: Um, you're headed 30 there? 30 miles or so. Good.
0: We we're going to take these prisoners there.
2: 30 miles, OK. What else do we need to know, Sarge?
1: What are their fortifications like?
0: Uh, The base is heavily fortified. There are two perimeter walls, watchtowers, anti-air elements, uh, armored elements, uh, at least a few companies of troops there. There's several checkpoints on the roadways between here and there, including some hidden ones. There's also numerous tunnels tunnels. uh, located around the POW camp.
3: I'll take the tunnels.
1: See if they know if they have our POW there. Oh, they do, boss. They do. Why did they
0: take him? And what do they plan to do with him? Most of the POWs are going to be killed. We'll give whatever inf- information we can. Uh, some of them we will trade, but most of them we'll kill and just say that we never found them.
2: Is that what we should do with you? I
0: certainly hope not. Hmm.
2: Please, don't. What do you think think those prisoners in the back there, uh, how they feel about that?
0: They would probably be very unhappy.
2: Yeah. What's the plan, Sarge?
1: Well, I guess we have nothing uh, more. How, how how highly ranked is this guy, anyway? Is he just like a lieutenant or something, Yeah, captain?
0: Just, the equivalent of a lieutenant.
1: OK, so no leverage from, from keeping him, so.
0: Not in particular. All right, fair enough. Just enough to know a couple of things.
6: Because Chris killed everyone, including Chat, thrice over, I guess we need to see what he can do with this intimate knowledge of capybaras and a hashtag cool rule.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Merc. Thank oh, man, we are definitely <laughs> going to see that at some point.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, we have information. It wasn't a lot, we basically, to have a direction, and we know we have a big fight ahead of us. Um, we can't leave these POWs in these guys' hands, because they're just going to kill them. And that's, can't leave any of our folks behind. So I guess we're going to have to take these guys out. You guys up for a, for a scrimmage? A little scrum going on here, a little, little fisticuffs, a little rough and tumble.
3: Yeah, absolutely, so.
5: Just play some not
1: We don't have to kill this guy, per se, but um, hey, wait a second. Uh, Bruno, so if 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 these soldiers are aware that we have uh, uh, one of their officers, um, do they care? Would they be like, ah, fine, we'll kill you anyway, and, and he'll die in the midst of it? Or would they actually do what we say and back off if we have him hostage?
2: Uh, I don't know. Depends. Probably some each. Depends if you like them.
1: okay well let's try to see if we can get them to uh, just drop off the, the POWs and and leave and if not then it's on
4: great idea a
0: decent plan So how are you gonna go about this? sorry oh
1: just standard you know got a weapon to his head. Get the attention of the guys and say, hey, you know, what's it gonna be? We either off your uh, your platoon leader here or, and you give us our people. Um, excuse me, we either off your platoon leader here or you give us our people and we'll let you guys get to going down your merry way.
4: I'd love to add in some of my powers of persuasion to help him make this decision in a more peaceful way
2: interesting I like sure it. also we should like spread out so it looks like there's more of us in the in the bushes where do what do we know about
3: the tunnels
0: not much was told He said that there were some tunnels surrounding the POW camp
3: uh, it might be possible so I I can uh, always find my way around cavern maze or underground tunnel systems um, I could, I could go through there and set up some something explosive. Um, and when you want, we could make our presence known in multiple places at once and create the illusion of a larger and more uh, effective fighting force.
0: I like it. Let's make that happen. Yeah, oh, that's uh, at the POW camp, which is not here.
3: Right. Oh,
1: no, Nutella's here. Got it. Okay. okay. Talking, well, okay, so there's action right here. Uh, Aquamarine, I like your, your your idea, more more flies with honey. So um,
5: yeah.
0: So I think this might be the first time I've seen a combination intimidation and persuasion check. <laughs> good cop, bad cop. Yeah. I think we're going to see uh, some literal good cop, bad cop here. Can I get intimidation from uh, John Stone there and a persuasion check from Aquamarine? <laughs> it's definitely some good cop, bad cop. It's called intimidation. In I demonstration. Um,
4: I rolled a six, so I beat
0: it by ten.
1: Wow, and I beat mine by five.
0: So at first, they're a little put off, and there's a little hesitation with the, the threats of the killing and the violence and the blood. But, you know, when she just says it really nicely instead, it seems to carry over really well. And they all have a moment where they just, you know, look at each other and then of not like oh, maybe this is the best idea and they all start to slowly back away from the truck
4: Great, right, i i'm really proud of all of you i say to them
1: yeah. oh, so I ask them to just get in their vehicles and just leave we we'll would take our people and we'll leave and there will not be any bloodshed
0: all right they unload the uh six prisoners climb back into the truck said start to drive away wait, wait.
2: we need one of them
0: well i still have lieutenant
1: need one of them what would what, what you say leave a jeep oh a yeah, jeep <laughs> all right <clears throat> Call him back hey oh hey, hey hey oh hey oh leave a jeep <laughs> the rest of you guys in the in the in the deuce and a half and get the stepping
0: you know because Alpha Marine got a success by more than by 10 or more I, i'm gonna let you get away with that
4: <laughs> leave a jeep
0: and now uh, they leave one of the jeeps behind for you are you gonna give them their platoon commander back yeah that was part of the agreement all right and they drive off further down the road towards the pow camp leaving you here with the jeep all right. and six Rescued Marine GIs. Uh, a couple of them look the worst for wear, but four of them are decently healthy with only minor wounds.
3: You know, our force now is not only going to look more uh, effective, but it technically, it just became more effective.
0: How many of them are fight ready? Four of them could definitely fight. Two of them could fight if they didn't have to move.
3: They could be in charge of setting off the remotes.
0: Exactly
1: very good all right uh <coughs> let's, go. let's head to our, our our destination
0: all right you now have a commandeer jeep which is of course very crowded with uh six marines and the four of you loaded in it but hey it's better than walking
4: all right on top
1: so as we as we go i want to use um john stone's Uh, senses to find the furthest uh, distance we can get out from there before being detected by either visual or any other kind of detection uh, skills they have which I imagine is only visual I don't think they have radar but
0: from the information you got you've got about another 25 or 30 miles to the POW camp and allegedly some checkpoints between here and there built along the road Including some that the the platoon commander said were hidden checkpoints. I don't
3: mm. have
4: it
3: just occurred to me when you said that radar comment, like if you were a bat in this world, you'd have job security, like nobody's business. They're mm. all in the Air Force. That makes sense.
0: Hmm.
1: Indeed. Do the the troops remember anything about the the checkpoints?
0: Uh, they haven't been that direction yet, so they don't have any info to tell you. They were uh, They're part of the 3rd Marines. They were captured in combat and excursions going out from Quezon. And the last week or so. Aquamarine, do you have any disguising abilities?
4: Uh, Of course I do.
1: Fantastic. You're in charge now. And we're all your prisoners.
4: I love that.
3: Oh, we're going to pretend to be caught? Yep. Get past the checkpoints. Oh.
2: Gotcha, checkpoints, right. I think we're gonna need more than just one person with uh, nine nine prisoners. That seems I'm a gonna pretty.
1: assume she can beguile them.
4: Hope so. I mean I, yeah. I'll
3: I'll be your all I could I could be your as long as I don't have to move, I could be the other person and then take two rolls on my check. Right. She, she can Jedi mind trick them.
1: No, you, this makes perfect sense that she catches catch them all by herself. Do so I still get it set in the front? Yes, we head out the window.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's sure we, could use, we could use this radio to, to figure out where the checkpoints are.
0: You, in fact, very well could possibly use that radio to figure out where the checkpoints are because you have it set up to monitor enemy radio traffic, which comes in handy about an hour further down the road when you get a lot of enemy radio traffic. Not only is there a checkpoint a little over a mile ahead, this one uh, is apparently from the uh, chatter, you get a concealed checkpoint with machine gun emplacements hidden in the brush along the sides of the road and uh, explosives that they can trigger from those along the roadway. And unfortunately, uh, a group of NVA soldiers has just passed through here recently, letting them know that sir, there are some GIs that have taken one of their Jeeps and rescued six prisoners. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and what they describe as a combat engagement on the roads that they were forced to withdraw from uh, against at least a platoon-strength uh, group of American GIs. Got yeah, one coming. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> So, as yeah, we the events don't match up exactly with what really happened, but uh, the yeah. gist of it is the same. They definitely know someone's coming and in a stolen Jeep.
1: Fantastic. Now,
0: um, I, as we get closer, so are we at the checkpoint again, close to it? Or you're about a mile or so from the checkpoint <laughs> where you're starting to get that radio traffic.
1: Easy. So I should be able to use uh, some of my manipulation of radio signals and such to jam the communications to their uh, perimeter defenses. So because they because they, you said they have stuff that's radio controlled, right? And you
0: they have uh, some uh, well, they're a manual detonation, but kind of like Claymores so that they can detonate from those uh, hidden pillboxes for things on the road. Explosives. Oh, my bad. I thought you had okay. They're not. Rather yeah. primitive defenses, but they have some. But they definitely know someone is coming at this point, or they're expecting someone to be coming. But they're expecting a platoon of soldiers to be showing up rather so, than just a small group of people.
3: So here's my question for us as a group um, If they know we're coming in some form, do we want to would you like some more weaponry
0: well none of the uh six marines you've rescued are armed at the moment
2: so that would might be an issue what what armaments did we collect from the uh riverbanks
0: uh you didn't really bring anything with you there they had some ak-47s and the like but packing around enemy gear didn't seem like a good idea at the time
1: well well, okay, so for a for the next skirmish, if necessary, I mean, I have a rifle and a pistol and grenades, so I'd be willing to share my stuff with uh,
2: those guys. Yep, I can give my grenade launcher to one of the Marines.
0: I put some armaments them in their hands.
3: Well, I was just wondering if we want, like, a gunship. Huh? Like gunship, like a, you know, helicopter or plane or something with like a big, lots lots of guns on it.
1: I would, I would probably save that for the, when we get to the actual POW camp. We might need it then. But Gee. for the
3: first checkpoint, that'd be kind of. Oh, we're still on the first checkpoint? I'm sorry, I missed that part. Yeah, we're approaching the checkpoint. Okay.
0: They're just okay. approaching that first checkpoint. But they know you're coming here. Uh, Barb, not necessarily know you're coming here. They know that there is a platoon of American G.I.s in the area that uh, allegedly ambushed some of their men on the road and rescued some prisoners and stole a jeep from them. So they're on the lookout, but they're not necessarily expecting someone to show up.
1: Right. But all they're
0: gonna find are us, which
1: is just a squad-sized element, and we're all captured by you two in the front so hopefully that won't tip them off
0: it's a gamble
2: (laughs) seems unlikely
1: all right akramian you ready for this
4: absolutely if you think this is the way to go i'm
0: in all right, let's see how convincing that disguise of yours is, uh, Marine. Tell me what are you using to uh, disguise yourselves and and convince anyone watching that, in fact, these are your prisoners and this is your jeep. So Not to be confused with the jeep that was, you know, taken recently.
2: How's your Vietnamese, Kim?
0: Well, she's indigenous, so it's great. OK.
4: Really good. <laughs> um, I uh, I want to use sorcery here.
0: Ooh, pulling out the big guns. Yes. Okay.
4: Let me get my dice. Okay. I score three.
0: And if you really want to succeed, you can use one of those moments of clarity to roll eights.
4: I rolled a nine.
0: So I beat it anyway. By five. Beat it by five. So as you are rolling into this checkpoint, all of every one of you on board this Jeep is convinced that they're just going to open fire at any moment and detonate these mines in the road and just blow you all to absolute hell. Because looking at each other riding in this Jeep, it just doesn't look convincing to you riding in this Jeep. But as you start to ride through, whatever it is that they're seeing as you're riding through is certainly not what is in this Jeep, because a few of them even wave from their little hidey holes and their pillboxes on the side as aquamarine drives right through without stopping you don't know what she did or how she did it but they clearly did not see a bunch of american gis riding in a jeep that just went through
2: nice that's pretty good
0: first checkpoint down
4: awesome
0: And with that, you begin traveling further and further up the road. At this point, you start to pass traffic going in both directions at different times. Transports of troops going to the front and little messenger vehicles and people even walking in small groups, uh, NVA walking in both directions. This is definitely a uh, very active and used NVA route for whatever it is they're up to. And judging by the numbers on the road, you would guess... That the NVA is probably about to start another major offensive campaign in the region.
3: Uh, Something that might
0: it, suit your original mission to know or to notify people about. It.
3: Would, would it be helpful to assist? I did, now that I remember sorcery is a thing, um, and look at Thomas's sheet. Would it be helpful to back up Aquamarine and and help her illusion? It, it might
0: it. come to that. At the moment, it seems okay. to have worked. Go. Cool. For now, it seems to have worked. So you travel again for miles and miles up this road, passing a lot of traffic going in both directions. As I said, at different points, some of them are even camped out just off to the side of the road. When just about the time the sun is going down, you reach the outskirts of the next checkpoint, which rather than just a series of small hidden gun nests on the road, is a fully occupied base built upon the roadway with... uh, a moving in place gate and even a tank currently in place there along with an anti-aircraft gun they are gearing up for some sort of major operation that have moved a lot of resources here most of them blocking almost the entirety of the roadway wow
3: um so i'd like to try to do aquamarine sorcery thing as a part as a teamwork thing and I think we should try to just teleport the other side of the damn thing and skip it.
4: Yeah, sure,
0: let's just do, yeah. All so, right, I'll take sorcery checks from the both of you working together.
3: I'll use one of them, uh, uh, roll the eights thing and beat it by seven.
0: Moment of clarity used. i beat this one by three. Beat that one way Working the two of you together, uh, yourself focusing solely on the jeep aquamarine and then thomas using his powers to teleport the individuals inside of it you disappear from sight on one side of this base and reappear on the other i'm sorry how do you cast
1: spells again
3: i forgot about
2: that i'm sorry you <laughs> so uh how, how do the Marines feel about what just happened? <laughs> they are really
0: weirded out at the moment. Uh, the two that are heavily injured just think it's a side effect, but the other four are starting to really flip out and uh, really are wishing that they had some guns right about now.
3: Theirs is not a reason why, theirs is just to port on by. <laughs> yes.
0: But that explanation seems to work for them in the moment. <laughs> Not too bad. And by then it is nearly nightfall, and uh, probably about time to take yourselves a rest. Hey. You have been traveling all day. In fact, you've been traveling since four o'clock in the morning, and then a full day.
1: Wow. All right. Cool. So I'll stand guard because I don't need sleep anyway.
0: Yeah. Everyone but John is pretty tired. Doesn't uh, Sergeant Washington sleep though? Sergeant Washington is tired, but uh, John is not.
5: Okay.
1: Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I will uh, let the Sergeant Washington's bull body uh rest,
0: while my brain doesn't.
4: His bull body.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, uh, being a he, he's bovine, he sleeps standing up.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course
0: he does. <laughs> and the rest of you are able to get some much needed rest. And yeah. nice deep stamp. into the night, more and more traffic rumbles up and down the road. It seems the road is exceptionally active at night seems to be when most of the NVA forces are moving. Again, probably much harder to spot by air elements that are flying above, looking for people. But by morning, the traffic has died down again and left you with a seemingly clear road.
4: Seemingly clear.
0: Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, picking up radio traffic, there is no mention of American G.I.s on uh, the uh, Corporal Cook's radio that he's able to get. Um, all the mentions are about moving troops. At the no kiss soldier. I see that. No conjugal visits
3: out here in the bush. What's wrong with you? Sorry, Sergeant. Hey! Uh, I found, I found this very attractive oh, local, and uh, oh, she seemed trustworthy. I thought we could trust her on our noble quest. So,
5: uh, Ugh, my apologies, Sergeant.
3: I'll, uh, sorry. Tara. I have very lucid dreams, Sergeant. It was nothing real.
0: <laughs> I'm going back to
3: sleep now. <sighs> <laughs> oh,
2: see what you did? You broke. <laughs> <laughs> you broke Echo <Uncle> Marine.
4: <laughs> it was precarious, anyway.
2: <laughs> That's you all right.
4: right. This is much more interesting.
1: There you go fashionable would you like to take a moment to fix that or you don't care oh no it's from a it was from actually
4: no it's good okay. I it won't tell you all about it or why it's here or what it's doing
1: okay thank fair you though. <laughs> all right fair enough so back to you gm so
0: uh yeah so you're, you're able just, to get a decent night's rest uh and have a seemingly clear path in the morning most of corporal cooks uh overheard radio conversations of enemy movements are, are just about troop movements up and down the road. And a lot of it does match up with the movements you saw, making you believe that the NVA is getting ready for another major offensive uh, somewhere out in the Bana Hills and towards the east where the majority of US forces are stationed. Where they're where or when they're going to attack you're not sure yet, but they're moving forces through those hills right now. Wow. But no mention of the uh, GIs and a stolen jeep at this point.
5: Mm. Apparently
0: that uh, that report died down at that forward operating base with uh, with no one to confirm it besides some individuals that uh, maybe weren't even telling the truth to begin with. So how far from the, the base are we? Uh, judging by what the uh, captured officer had told you, you're probably only another five or six miles away from this POW camp.
1: Are we in this dick close enough to where there are tunnels here yet? You don't think
0: so, but it's possible.
1: Corporal Worth, can you uh, see if there are any tunnels can you track down any, see if you can sniff out some tunnels, see if there are some?
0: Go ahead and give me that nose for trouble. it by nine. Beated by nine. You are about 99.9% certain there are no tunnels in the immediate area. But there has, again, been a lot of traffic in both directions. And with that, you're able to still faintly pick up that uh, that ferret smell from before with the uh, cheap American cologne. Just as old. He passed through here, uh, you know, about a week ago. <laughs> it's so
5: I'm not... I'm... I
2: can smell the weasel.
1: Was it a uh, high karate? Maybe. <laughs> sure. That could have been. a little brute. All right, folks. How you feeling? We can proceed down this road and uh, get ever closer, closer. Yeah. Anybody have any apprehensions? Any any uh, premonitions? Sixth senses? Hey, you are you going to put it back your head?
4: I mean, maybe always a little, but, yeah. I mean, do, can I, do we, can I sense any, any weirdness going on?
0: In uh, I- not in particular, but it does it does strike you that like something is definitely going on, whether it's the war itself or. Just events that have happened recently, or being gone for three years, something just doesn't feel right to you.
4: Something That's does hard, not feel right. Just- That's yeah. exactly
1: how it should feel. All right. <laughs>
3: pre- you ready to proceed? Anybody objections? I
4: really so wait.
3: So so what is our what is our plan right now? What are we doing?
1: <clears throat> well, my plan was to uh, continue. Down this road until uh, we get closer, because we're okay. still a few mile, about five or six miles out, right? Yeah, that's what, uh, what we're told. Um, once we get closer, we will. Here's what I was thinking we're closer to there going to be some tunnels at some point. Once we know where their tunnels are, we send our tunnel master to go do some scouting around to see uh, what you can find as far as a safe way in or anything else that you may be able to do, tunnel rat out of the situation.
3: Sounds great. Let's do it.
2: All right, hey, James. From a historical sure. standpoint, Bruno's thinking back. Um, what what month are we in? We're in nineteen sixty-eight.
0: We're in July in
2: sixty-eight. In July, does he know uh, the, entire,
0: the entire year of sixty-eight was a hotbed of NVA activity? Uh, they started with the Tet Offensive, and they had numerous. Uh, mostly failed incursions into taking, uh, taking the American presence off the board. It was, a uh, numbers-wise, the numbers fade, favored America in 68. But that was mostly from really good forward intelligence from LRRP units uh, like yourselves. Uh, some of them, in a few particular cases, taking up positions on hilltops, being the only way that units could communicate with each other by relaying radio signals. In fact, one of the prime duties of LERPS in the field was to relay these radio signals so that forward elements could get support from rear elements, such as indirect fire from mortar teams and the like. The uh, hills and valleys made standard radio communication very difficult. Uh, Historically, it was a heavy year of uh, a lot of major activity up and through the fall. Right. With three different major offenses organized by the NBA throughout the year. Most of them concentrated to the northern part of the the country, uh, up where you are, in fact.
2: Yeah, Bruno, Bruno's battling with his desire to accomplish the mission, concern about whether or not this particular team actually Historically, should have uncovered this data and passed it back, um, or whether this team didn't actually succeed in that anyway. So another team will be passing off information. Like, how do we? You know, do we know what reality? You know, what the original timeline should have been? So he's debating with himself and Corporal Worth, just kind of looking in, getting very confused.
3: Oh, you want to know what it should be for this place?
2: Yeah. Oh, that's a piece of no problem. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Sorry, I'm following you now. Uh, metaverse Knowledge, once per session, use any skill from any metaverse. Um, so I'll do that with the, uh, the dicey roll thingamajigger and okay. uh, beat it by five, okay? Here's what the history of this world is.
0: And the history of this particular world, uh, in fact, this forward observation team was critical in identifying enemy elements that were moving on the offensive. It uh, allowed for an organized response from American forces.
3: So we uh, should pass this info along, you're saying?
0: Yeah, the, the other information that uh, Thomas is able to give, that is pretty extensive. This uh, unit, along with other members of uh, the uh, named Tiger Force, had some of the highest body counts in the entire conflict history. This particular unit responsible for more than 1,000 NVA kills. Hmm.
3: Okay, there's your info. Do with it what you will.
1: You're right there, Worth. You kind of spaced out on us.
2: Just uh, nothing. What's the plan, Sarge?
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, as I was saying, you proceed along this road. It should be about another couple of miles until we start getting near uh, enough there to be tunnels. Once we do that, we let our uh, let the corporal get out and snoop through the tunnels, doing some recon, and come back and report to us what he finds out.
0: All right, you follow the road for another five miles or so. and. Uh, it comes down uh going up into a set of hills and then coming down into a valley so that you have uh, quite a view of the valley below and in this uh hillside overlooking the valley you can see the uh, prison complex laid out or the base whatever you would choose to call it it's surrounded by pretty tall hills so the access seems to only be from this road on the uh eastern half and from another road on the western half heading uh, across the border The compound's pretty large. It even contains a a helipad that you can see there. There's a whole lot of NVA forces in the area. There's two sets of walls for security, uh, along with well-guarded gates. There are watchtowers dotting the perimeter of the walls. Uh, Those on the outside seem to be focused towards the the jungle and hillside areas. And those on the inside seem to be focused on the interior, as though uh, watching over the inside of it. There are numerous buildings, uh, with it, and, uh...
6: Just for hashtag clarity's sake, Corporal Worth is totally wishbone in a Vietnam uniform. Like, exactly like the show. <laughs> not even anthropomorphic. Just wishbone, <laughs> ha <ha-ha-ha>, ha XD. <laughs> Thank
0: you, Jeff. <laughs> that is, uh, not incorrect. Uh, and uh, glassing the place with binoculars, you can see that there there also looks to be uh, a mass grave with uh, several dozen haggard and starved-looking GIs digging at the grave. Uh, they don't appear to be well-treated. You'd guess that there's well over 100 NVA present here. And while you can't visibly see any tunnels on the exterior of it, uh, you see a lot of the groundwork uh, uh, built inside of the compound where tunnels are coming into it so you know there has to be tunnels in the area they're probably just as in the case of most nva tunnels well hidden all
1: right so <clears throat> we stop here what time of day is it now
0: it's still about mid morning uh, and are you sure you want to stop in the middle of the road and sit there that, that so might not be the best
1: place we're 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 stopping the vehicle in the middle of the road because we had a twist with the vehicle but I'm gonna stay in the vehicle just to give probable cause for why vehicles here, if somebody passes by, I will talk about it because I also have the ability to withstand the most damage if we start, well, not the most necessarily, but if fight breaks out, I can handle it. I expect to be concealed by illusion with uh, the aid of Miss Aqua Marine while everybody else is off into the woods uh, and the the jungle on the side, including our our uh, vets, marines. Yep. our marines, yep, okay. marines. And so basically, uh, Corporal Worth, the marines, and Aquamarine are off in on the either side of the road, you know, into the jungle to hide them. Aquamarine is helping to disguise me as someone non-suspect and corporal cook is doing tunnel wrap stuff
0: all right he's gonna to have to find a tunnel access first right nope for that indeed you probably can corporal work
3: yep
2: um but tracking my scent i still beat that by five
0: all right, you're gonna beat that by five. Can I get a sorcery roll from you, Aquamarine, for uh, keeping up an illusion for John Stone back in the jeep?
4: And um, I beat
0: it by six. And so are Corporal Worth and uh, Corporal Cook <laughs> taking the uh, Marines with them? Is that what I got from that? So it's only Aquamarine and uh, Sergeant Washington staying in the jeep.
1: Well, I don't think she has to stay in the jeep. She has to be just okay. near enough to the illusion of, Just right? near enough.
0: So she's going to be off the road. Yes. Just you and the jeep no. then? Yes. OK. And then again, are Corporal Cook and Corporal Worth taking the Marines with them on your hunt through the forest to find a tunnel access, or just the two of you going?
1: Well, so I did. Here's what I was thinking, if you guys have a better idea. I was thinking that we just need Worth to help Cook find a tunnel. And then cook can go in and, and just go through the tunnels and just looking for
3: stuff
0: okay so just the two of them are going to go off searching for a tunnel.
3: once like right. once i get into a tunnel i'll be fine but yeah it wouldn't hurt to get some help finding
0: one you are able to uh, track onto some scent trails and uh, a couple of them don't really lead you anywhere because you're not really sure where any of these are going at first you're just following scent trails <laughs> but after about an hour of wandering around in the jungle on the hillside you're able to find a uh, very well-concealed tunnel entrance leading underground. It's at least a quarter mile from the base itself, up near one of the hillsides. And you're not sure where it goes, but uh, it is a tunnel, and that's exactly what Corporal Coke was looking for. Wait.
2: Oh, uh, sorry, I mean, Corporal Cook uh, found it. Ha. Good
3: boy. Here's a stick. Here's a stick. Here's a stick. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Got chocolate on it. You can't have it anyways. Bad
0: for dogs. Sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. You found yourself a tunnel, Corporal Cook.
3: I'll start going through it. I can't get lost.
0: All right. You hop down into the tunnel and after traveling about 50 or 60 feet on it and entering into a couple of snap uh, a couple of uh, off branches you're able to get a pretty good idea for how the network of tunnels down here probably works while it's partially guesswork your uncanny sense of underground areas lending well, you to not being lost gives you a decent idea that This tunnel network probably uh, supports uh, several bunkers built into the hillside designed to slow the advance of any oncoming forces that might uh, try and make their way in. And there are probably a couple of access points that reach the base itself so that people within the base can come out and support these advanced defenses. But there probably are also a lot of NVA troops inside these tunnels. You've been lucky so far and haven't stumbled across any.
3: Um, Well, I think I'll go back and report.
0: All right, making their way back to the road, almost two hours has gone by at this point. Uh, Sergeant Washington before Corporal Cook and Corporal Worth have returned with some more valuable intel. Uh, In this two hours, no one has passed by on the road in either direction at this point.
1: very well all right what you got for us cook
3: Uh, all the stuff that uh that that, uh, all the stuff you heard from him you have a recommendation um well we should bust out the prisoners um i mean candidly you know sarge it just seems to me that we just gotta choose how stealthy we want to be and how direct we want to be um you know if you want Uh, i was just kind of doing a little bit of uh well we won't call it research let's call it uh remembering i was just remembering what we have available in this time and place and uh and there's a couple of uh uh uh, what i want to say transport helicopters that could be useful for getting out of here once we've got them all free
1: very well it's good to know we have those assets in the area yep Definitely be making use of those. Just one. Just
3: one, but whatever one you want is yours. Yeah, better than none.
2: Does it strike anyone as a bit concerning? that? Uh, shouldn't there be like I realize there's a offensive or something going on, but shouldn't there be somebody here? Like there's no traffic. That's kinda of concerning.
4: Mm-hmm. Agree. Feels weird, my snake tummy
1: your snake dummy
4: yeah snake belly
2: do you have more than one tummy
4: your snakes have more than one oh you do no oh, do you do i i
2: don't know you said you, you? Thought maybe you had a snake
4: oh like a tummy and a belly <laughs> 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 I just have one big, long, snake belly.
2: Mm.
4: <laughs> but I'm pretty sure uh, Sergeant Washington has more than one. Right?
2: Yeah. Hey, hey. That's why you can eat him.
4: Speak for you. Anyway, so my yeah. tummy belly. Yeah, feels a little weird,
0: but. Now that she mentioned something, it does seem a little strange that there hasn't been any traffic on the road. It just, something is not quite right.
1: Seems as if they might be bracing for something.
5: Hmm. hmm. Well,
1: we're not going to be on the road anyway. Something's <clears throat> going down for sure, but that's the way all our missions
0: go, so hey, par for the course. Something's really bothering you too about it, Bruno. Deep in the back of Corporal War's head, there's something really
2: not right. Does Bruno have any ideas?
1: Well, I'm going to do a, a Johnstone uh, scan of all incoming and outgoing communications to see if I'm picking up any information about things that are amiss. And doggone it,
3: hiss, get that tail out of your face. <laughs> So so am I to understand right now it's
4: so hard um, to the anthropomorphic parts. that
3: the, the most important thing that we need right now is information. We wanna know what's going inside. We wanna know is that what's happening?
0: That seems to yeah. be the case.
3: Yeah, since I was getting suspicious all the time. Suspicious sudden. about all sorts of things. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my powers of fourth wall and recognizing where the clock is and where things can and can't be used, and I want to make sure I use this today. Um, So I'm going to pull out a crystal ball out of my pocket and then start using it along with sorcery to start scrying and start trying to get some of this information that they all seem to want.
0: Give me a sorcery check there, Thomas. No problem. And, of course, there are six moments of clarity in the store, so you guys should use away at those things. Oh,
4: wow. Okay. Thank you.
2: I thought we used two. Boom. Boom. It just didn't get taken
3: off. I didn't so, roll snake okay. eyes, but I rolled snake, double snake eye. I rolled a four. OK. I don't know what,
0: don't know what you call that one, but yes. Yeah, fly
3: that eyes. No, they've got one. Fly
0: more. eyes. I
3: like Spiker fly eyes. eyes. Whatever. Anyway.
1: Hey, I will have you know, Corporal that. Cook, that we are an integrated unit. And none of that snake eyes talk, we have Miss Hiss with us, all right? Mm. Offensive. right. I
3: apologize, ma'am. Thank that was uncalled for. I, I apologize. I apologize.
0: You are able to use your conjured scrying device to look inside the compound, not just now, but in previous moments. And you are, have several visions that you see within this crystal ball. Uh, one is of a uh, distinctly Chinese uniformed officer explaining to a rather high-ranking NVA officer, you think a colonel or a major of some sort, the importance of one recently captured ferret soldier and that people will be coming for him and that they need to be ready and to make sure that this ferret is not brought back alive. And in fact, to use this ferret as bait to kill these others that show up to rescue him. And he is certain that people are going to show up to rescue him. And he tries to explain to this colonel that these will be people with special capabilities and powers that they cannot possibly understand. And they should be ready for anything. And because you're able to have some quiet vision seeing in this uh, crystal ball of looking at the past, in the past when this happened, This Chinese officer individual who's explaining it to the NBA has the distinct outline of someone who is an avatar with a pilot within
2: them. But this was something that happened some time ago?
0: This happened some time ago.
2: Days ago.
3: There's not any ability to discern who that pilot is.
0: He again has a remarkably striking resemblance to a much younger and metal-free Ronald Gabriel Zenda but he also isn't him because you've seen him piloting someone and the aura is just a little different but it looks a lot like him in the same way
5: hmm.
0: and because uh, you have another skill will you go ahead and give me that that metaverse knowledge roll for me uh, beat it by seven beat it by seven you are certain that this person is from your own metaverse prime And you're also certain that they are a class five metapilot.
4: And who went missing? Oh, never mind. That's... (laughs)
0: For me. But there is your glimpse into... The past, the past, the past. (laughs) Huh. I have some. So with some know. wonderful intelligence, it seems that they're ready for people to come and try and free a prisoner. People with special powers. And they've set a trap for them.
2: A trap. That's why we don't okay. have no any. Is they withdrew them all to set up a trap?
1: Okay, question. So, how many checkpoints were there in total before we get to the actual base? Two. And do we pass by two of them already? Yes. Okay. So the base has a perimeter that has some kind of gate guarded by guards, right?
0: Yep. There are watchtowers all along the perimeter and a heavily guarded and fortified gate.
1: Okay. So here's an idea. They are expecting us, or they're expecting, you know, interlopers. Fair enough. So we give them what they want. We. come bearing information in disguise that there are these guys uh behind us we passed them we are beleaguered because we were in a skirmish with them we barely got away be on the lookout let us in so we can fortify them and prepare them for the oncoming attack behind us and if we can hold up enough of a good illusion and aquamarine can be convincing enough they'll let us in so that we can help them fortify they'll set us up with positions, and then we can, you know, kind of get in and snoop around. And that's one idea. Unless Cook found some other uh, sneaky way to get in with those tunnels that might be even more stealthish and we can bypass the whole thing.
0: Interesting proposition. And we'll find out next week when we come back for more Masters of the Metaverse. Oh, well, okay. And that's our show for this week, guys. Going to leave you on that nice, deep, dark, and devious cliffhanger. I want to thank my wonderful, wonderful cast for putting up with me and putting them into anthropomorphic avatars. Uh, especially, you know, Chris, I-, I had to do the capybara. Oh,
3: I love I- it. I absolutely love it. It's a fun character. Yeah, you get uh,
0: the thing. I thank all of our supporters for supporting Zombie Orpheus and uh, for participating in polls and for chat and participating in the store. Make sure you check out other great shows like Zoe so Game Night and Void Jumpers. Uh, when Dead Gentleman comes back on, make sure to watch the Dead Gentleman game night. There's just so much good stuff. And catch the other stuff on the Fantasy Network, our older shows, uh, old episodes of Gamers Live. Uh, you just see it all. You, you, There's so much in the library. Like, really tell all your friends and your friends' friends. They can be watching Fantasy Network stuff for months on end and not get through all of it. There is so much content. And it will keep you inside and safe during these times of you know wild raging fires and deadly world plaguing viruses and other horrible horrible things affecting the world but again thank you all of you so so much for joining us we love you all and we will see you next time
3: take care everybody be well bye